you're listening to Reset Race. Before we start, I just explain, we know what is at stake. Uh, you're tuned in to Reset Race. You'll find out who really done justice and really who fake. On the edge, go back to U.S. Southern plantations. Penny is Jim Crow and mass incarceration. Redlining lynchings, we are old from this nation. Not about justice if you ain't for reparations. MG the wise one, cousin mother intellectual. Samantha bringing fire and top black, we pressing you. No permanent friends and no permanent enemies. The backbone of the country, the win. You need our energy. Go on, see. Listening to Reset Race. You now tuned in the reset race. Uh, uh, you're listening to reset race. You now tuned in the reset race. Uh, put them back on the grill again. We grilling now. Welcome back to Reset Race. I'm Michael Graham from Active Fly Press. You can call me MG. You can call me Michael. Just don't call me no bad names because I'm sensitive. All right. <laughs> Today's show, man. Uh, be- well, before we get to that, I'm going to introduce you to my illustrious panel. Oh, and you can find me on uh, uh, Race Reset. On, on Twitter, and you can find my writing on Xbox Press. So we're gonna we're gonna do what we always do. We're gonna let everybody introduce themselves. Of course, it's gonna be ladies first because we semi gentlemen around here. <laughs> Sam, you're up. Okay, I'm gonna go through this quick because our intros be long as hell. So my name is Samantha Angelique. You can catch me on Twitter, Samantha Angelique, channeling Papa ch- channeling Papa Legba harder. At me, 17 trillion is so you can get there. So at me, 17 trillion, you know, give me my money. Mm-hmm. And I run We Will Not Suffer in Silence, WWNSIS.org. Let's get into it because I'm ready. Ooh, Sagar. I'm ready. I'm so excited. You understand? I feel like it's Christmas. I feel like it's Christmas and I'm six and there's a bunch of presents all around. Ah! Jesus. hey you know this is uh you know this is uh this is his dharma coming for him let's go (laughs) all right mud you up baby that's the long intro that's what my (laughs) shit (laughs) before so you can catch me on twitter uh at of lineage and you can also come to my youtube channel it's better dose tv one word that's it see there Brevity is brevity is genius. <laughs> All right, John, come on, hit me. Yeah, what's up, y'all? It's John C. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at John Danny OC, average Ados Negro. Like, I don't know why I'm here, but fuck it. I'm with my family as usual. We about to, we got somebody to put on the grill today, so we just gonna keep it. I'm, 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 I'm gonna be quiet today. I ain't gonna say much. I'm gonna let y'all take, I'm gonna let y'all handle him because he, he had this shit for a long time coming, boy. Woo, you about to see. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's, it, it, it has been a long time coming. All right. So just to get. Yeah, just to, yeah I've been wanting to get him for a minute, too, because he says the most wild, outlandish, lying ass shit. But it's OK, because we're going to get to it. I don't have a problem with right. Listen, so you have a problem with right. Like you, ha- you know, you left. I don't have a problem with Republicans. I have a problem with liars and assholes. There's not all of them. All three. Into that category. Lying, asshole, Republican. Racist. Don't forget the racist. He is an yeah. anti-black yeah. racist. Oh, we were getting yeah. in there. We're gonna get okay, into that. Okay, sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Let's right. so are right. we ready so, to start the video? So, <laughs> are you gonna so, so we go, we're gonna we're gonna pull we're gonna steal something for them. Friend of the show, Black Women for Freedom, uh <laughs> from Twitter. She sent us a link to the to this to this uh article uh, this article, this video from uh from the rising. Crystal Ball, the, the name of the video is Crystal Ball, Time to Admit Affirmative Action Failed. All right, we're already starting off wrong. Uh, well, they're correct, but 
as you see, as you'll see in the video, they're going about this all wrong. So uh, without further ado, we're going to dive into the video and then we're going to do as we usually do. We're going to go we're going to go through it piece by piece and we're going to drop the arguments that it's going to destroy their arguments. And we'll that's how we get down. Right, oh, go. and Sagar, I made charts for you, baby. Since you don't know how to read charts, I made very simple three, you know, like I think a third grader should be able to catch them because I caught what you said. We're going to get to it, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about, to grill, oh, you about to grill your ass, boy. You don't even know. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right, Crystal, what's on your radar? Well, one of the more dramatic results to come out of the election that we haven't really fully had a chance to dig into yet was the clear rejection by California voters of affirmative action. That's a measure in that state which would have ended the 1990s era ban on the practice in hiring in public university admissions, and it lost in a 15-point landslide. In fact, the only places with majority support for that measure were L.A. and in and around San Francisco. Rest of the state, not having it whatsoever. In places like Fresno, for example, a working class city that's roughly half white and half minority, the measure failed by a margin of two to one. <laughs> Keep in mind, too, affirmative action's failure in California came against the backdrop of many other progressive priorities finding widespread support, from a $15 minimum wage hike in Florida to a tax. I don't want to go deep into what she said, but she knows how she said, oh, there's all this progressive stuff. Well, Crystal, sweetheart, boo-boo, baby. Um, if you notice progressives, most of them are against reparations too. So you people are not progressives. You're anti-Black racist. So basically what she's saying is this shows that people are anti-Black racist and they have issue with it. But we're going to keep going because I want to go a little bit farther in. And I'm actually going to give my opinion on affirmative action when we get a little bit further down. Wait, 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 wait. I got yeah. you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I yeah, got you. I wanted to ask you though, because you you're from that area. You're from that area, and like, mm -hmm. aren't the majority of black people like kind of in like L.A. and they're they're the less they're less than five percent. California population of black people is less. It's five percent, five statewide. Mm -hmm. So, in L.A., where we're um, we're 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 you know we're a little bit of the population, but L.A. is mainly Latinos. But they're Mexicans. A lot of LA has a lot of Mexicans. There are other racial ethnicities here, but the predominant in LA is Mexico. And I would probably say after that, maybe Salvadorians. So, okay. but okay, so when I was with ADOS LA, I had a meeting with um, what is her name? Oh my god, Holly. Her name is Holly. Oh my god, she just ran for oh, I'm damn it, I'm so mad I'm not remember her name because she was actually really good to us. But she was the state, she was a, um, in the state Senate, I think. But basically she was telling us how they wanted to bring back affirmative action, but she said that it doesn't translate for in Spanish. But they did a bunch of advertising and stuff. But the thing about it is like, people think that affirmative action is gonna help black people. So it turns them off, right? But the gag is the number one beneficiary of affirmative action is white women. So, yeah. and then like being that the majority of people in LA and a lot of people in California are Latino, affirmative action would have helped them more. It would have helped white women and Latinos. Asians yeah. were the ones that pushed against it the hardest because they don't like having, you know, they already met. So they always push against anything, any type of gain for black people. Like, I don't understand why y'all hate us so much, but whatever. And I'm not talking about y'all as individuals. I'm talking about your leadership. Because I can't talk about people as individuals. I'm talking about leadership. Yeah, but, yeah, that's what it is. Did in Washington State as well. So yeah. before we, before we go on, let's talk about the history of affirmative action. Okay, so 
a friend, the history of affirmative action, uh, Lyndon B. Johnson. This is part of this is part of his push uh, during the civil rights movement. Um, this was basically was um, pushing uh, federal organizations to to give black black people uh, descendants of slaves contracts and hire black people in in government. Right. That's that's basically what mm -hmm. it was, and it was specifically for black folks. Okay, for the descendants of slaves here in the United States, because we were so far behind because of the his, all the history of slavery, black codes, Jim Crow, and of course they piled on more stuff uh, since then. But it's important to know that that that's the basic history of affirmative action. You guys can look that up anytime you get ready. Um, so let's we have to be clear about who it was for. And then uh, y'all can yes. see that this video is the Lyndon B. Johnson remarks at Howard University. The full video is like 40 something minutes. So y'all might want to watch it. But this is the part where he talks because this is during the time when he first did affirmative action. So it was for us. It wasn't for everybody. It wasn't for white women. It wasn't for people of color. Y'all could be mad about that. But this was supposed to be a way to um, start to start to try to level the playing field for black people, not for people of color, because people of color were not slaves, redline, Jim Crow, like that's not what you went through. Nor for white women. Let's not even get started on. Touches up. That beginning is freedom. And the barriers to that freedom are tumbling down. Freedom is the right to share, share fully and equally in American society, to vote, to hold a job, to enter a public place, to go to school. It is the right to be treated in every part of our national life as a person equal in dignity and promise to all others. But freedom is not enough. You do not wipe away the scars of centuries by saying now, you are free to go where you want and do as you desire and choose the leaders you please. You do not take a person who for years has been hobbled by chains and liberating, bringing up to the starting line of a race and then say, you are free to compete with all the others and still justly believe that you have been completely fair. Thus, it is not enough just to open the gates of opportunity. All our citizens must have the ability to walk through those gates. And this is the next and the more profound stage of the battle for civil rights. We seek not just freedom, but opportunity. We seek not just legal equity, but human ability not just equality as a right and a theory, but equality as a fact and equality as a result.
or the task is to give 20 million Negroes the same chance as every other American to learn and grow, to work and share in society, to develop their abilities, physical, mental, and spiritual, and to pursue their individual happiness. To this end, equal opportunity is essential, but not enough, not enough. Men and women of all races are born with the same range of abilities. But ability is not just the product of birth. Ability is stretched or stunted by the family that you live with and the neighborhoods you live in, by the school you go to, and the poverty or the richness of your surroundings. It is the product of a hundred unseen forces playing upon the little infant, the child, and finally the man. Arizona to rank choice voting in Alaska, progressive ballot initiatives overall had a pretty good night. Now, some activists have blamed the wording on the particular affirmative action ballot initiative, but as David Leinhart points out over at the Times, affirmative action has actually failed in every single state where it has been tested at the ballot box over the past 30 years. So clearly, even in a state that votes overwhelmingly and routinely for Democratic candidates, a state which went strongly for Bernie Sanders in the primary, affirmative action is... Bernie Sanders was on some anti-Black racist shit. Again, anti-Black racist, progressives, most a lot anti-black races and for those of y'all if it if if you feel triggered when I say progressives are anti-black racist then racists then I need you to come holler at me at me 17 trillion and if you are not an anti-black racist get out here and fight with us for this reparations and I will elevate you and I will tell people like hey this person was really disturbed by this but if you don't understand that certain things that are going on are anti-black racism you gonna have to get over it like a thing is a thing I don't I don't no matter how I feel it is what it is yeah I'm I'm sick and tired of motherfuckers acting like just because you're a progressive that that clears you of like any 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 claim of racism or like enabling white supremacy like that's just being a progressive doesn't mean shit to me <laughs> like, i vote dim you know i vote yeah. you know it's, yeah it's, it's, like but it's the same but it's the same shit over and over again it's like yeah. like it's, it's take it or leave a policy you know what i mean it's like okay this like like uh like john said on the first show you know it's just it's not what we need we're telling you what we need you know or even when sam said the last show she said the customers will tell you <laughs> Um, the customers will tell you what you need, what they need. What you want, yeah. Customers yeah, will tell you what they and want. We're mm -hmm. telling them, but they still, they're still curating their black folks to to make to to make to make them feel comfortable and make them feel as if they're they're doing a great job of being anti of being uh, pro black or pro whatever they want to call themselves. But at the end of the day, the policy doesn't fit. It just simply does not. So we'll yeah. go more into that later. John, did you have something? I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh... Crystal, you got Crystal Ingram here. 
making making Kelly Jr. <laughs> making Kelly Jr. the left. Oh my lord, yo. Mm. That, the, the game is that, that she is playing right here, man. She's really doing like we always talk about the anti-black class reduction. This is shit is these motherfuckers is masters at this shit. Cause she's like, yo, affirmative action is polling in states where it's two to one minority, the white minority. You see how she said that shit. Minority. We, we, we get into that later though, but as far as like, like, like I said, black people are five percent in LA, so minority. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Yep. So basically what she's saying is that she's like, and these are the same states that Bernie Sanders won with $15 minimum wage in the Green New Deal. But they wasn't full affirmative action because like Mud said, like we just played the LBJ video because it's tied to the American descendants of slavery, us, the, yeah. the dos, you know what I'm saying? Like, and they know they don't want no, and they, even the minority, <laughs> the quote unquote minority group. Sorry, sorry, John, I don't want to cut you. Okay. Don't use right, dos. No, 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 don't okay. use dos. And let me tell you why. I just finished watching this uh, thing on a sex cult, and DOS is what they call the slave, the sex slaves. So if you guys, oh, nah. so you got, you I'm talking about the American dogs. You know, I'm just, I'm no, going, no, oh, no, hell no, I'm no. Nah. no, 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 I'm telling you, sex slaves, hell, no, I don't know nothing about that shit. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta break that one. So either you gotta say a dos. Yes. But yeah, oh, I you say, got, I, well, but no DOS by itself. So I'm sorry. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm, talking about, I'm talking about, nah, nah, I'm talking about, Nick, I ain't talking about no damn sex slaves, man. Sex slaves don't get a phone of action. I know, sex, I know. A phone of action is not for sex slaves, man. John, John, John. No, I'm fucking with you, sis. I know, I know what you're saying, bro. But go ahead. Can you start <laughs> over, though? I'm sorry. I just had to jump in like, ooh, yeah, don't. Because when you said DOS, like, ooh, <laughs> put that in there. All right, cut it down. You can cut that. You keep it in there. I don't give a fuck. You want me to leave it in there? Yeah, Whatever. Whatever, okay. you know what I'm saying? Don't talk about yeah, the American I just, I just dogs, you know what I'm saying? I just don't want people thinking that you trafficking white women, oh, okay? Oh, nah, I thought you was about to say, like, now nah, I thought you first going to be like, nigga, now nah, don't say dogs because we ain't Jamaicans and shit. I'm like, oh, my bad. But then you like, yo, dogs are sex slaves. I said, what the fuck? you like, you like, yo, affirmative action, not for no damn sex slaves, John. I'm like, oh, my bad. You know what I'm saying? My bad. But basically what I was saying, though, is that the reason why she's basically doing anti-black class reduction fucking games and shit, because what she, what she just did, well, she was like, yo, this is the same states where $15 an hour minimum wage is popular. Medicare for all is popular, but affirmative action not. So basically, don't give those Negroes nothing. Stop talking about Negro problems. Shh, don't do it. Don't do it. Keep them at the bottom. So that's the game that she played. Mm. Not bad. Mm. All right. It's downright toxic. So what should we take from this? How should we think about it? Let's start with this. It's an obvious point, but often overlooked. A policy's popularity and its merit are two very distinct things. Not only do I have no problem with parties and politicians advocating for some unpopular positions, but I've actually had a lot of contempt for the ones who just follow the poll numbers and don't stick their neck out on anything as a matter of principle. It's easy to think of morally righteous positions, which were completely unpopular at the time, but proven correct ultimately by history. Bernie, of course, famously was on the unpopular side of a whole lot of issues throughout his career, from war to trade to gay rights, and he was correct. People, but American descendant of slavery reparations is a step too far. That should tell y'all something, people. Listen, if you believe that you and your people should get everything, but you don't believe that Black Americans should get reparations, American, de- American descendants of slavery, people who descend from formerly enslaved folks, if you don't believe we should get reparations, but you think you should get Medicare for all, free college, you know, housing as a human right, and all this stuff, you're an anti-Black racist. Because I want all of those things for you. So why don't you want reparations for me? And let's be clear, all those, the possibility of getting all those things is built on the wealth that we created. Thank right? you. And we, and let's not forget that. 
you know, because like like we talked about before, this this the the opportunity and land of opportunity is from the opportunity that created by the wealth and and uh, from our our intellectual toil and our labor. It is what it is. It and is we, what it is. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, we need to be clear about like why we keep bringing up reparations because it's kind of intertwined. Like mm -hmm. we need not only you know cash and you know capital but we also need like set aside we need special treatment and part of it is like affirmative action we need it to be specific to african americans like mm -hmm. that's you know, what about, you know the descendants of slaves american descendants of slaves yeah. you know we need to you know american descendants of slavery sorry but we need to you know we need to be clear about um you know getting these set asides made specific to us instead of like, you know, for everyone essentially. But, you know, that's that's the reason why it's unpopular. You know, that's that's the reason why, you know, it's anytime you want to help, you know, us, <laughs> you know, America turns against it. America gets, America gets sour to it. But the thing is, is that you can't question the merit behind why these things need to happen. No, you can't at all. You got something, John? I think Cousin Mud said it all. Man. Let's, let's get into it. Cause I know she about to say some real anti-black, anti-ADOS. She about to really, she about to, you gonna get it. I know Sam got something. Sam got the clip loaded up. Every real your ass. However, I will say that while policies should certainly be judged on their merits rather than their popularity, there's something a little odd and very white savior patronizing about the fact that affirmative action appears to be most popular among white liberals and viewed with indifference or even contempt among the very racial minorities it's supposed to aid. Yeah. Let, and here we go again. I'm sorry. <laughs> here we go again. Mm -hmm. It was not for them. It was not for y'all. It was not for y'all. So the people who are against it the most are Asians and white Hispanics. Why? Because they are eating everything here. <clears throat> so that's what it all boils down to. And I'm so tired of Asian people fighting against affirmative action. Why don't you motherfuckers go fight against legacy? The people who are stealing your spots in Harvard are bastards whose family members have been going there forever. They're taking your spots. Not the little black kid that had to fucking work themselves to death to even be looked at and who's going to go into debt like a motherfucker just for going there. But you want to take that one little black person spot who built this motherfucking country, but you don't want to come for the white people who have legacy like there's people who are getting into these ivy league schools that if they did not have a family member who was a legacy they wouldn't even been sniffed not even looked at they wouldn't nothing they wouldn't got no kind of play so instead of y'all coming for but that's the problem like everybody likes to likes to punch down on us all that's my a, all the other cultural, minorities punch down well. on us they don't punch up that's why she's like it, it, it really pulls well mainly again uh, with white liberals thank you white liberals appreciate thank you. you we appreciate you for having a little sense of justice like she's basically trying to say oh well the white people are just trying to push this on people of color listen again People don't like affirmative action because they think it's for black people. And people swear like we've been getting affirmative action for like the past 10, 20 years. She about to say that shit. So I'm going to let her say it and then I'm going to check this, this woman. <laughs> in majority Latino counties in California, they all rejected that affirmative action ballot measure. Every single one of them. If the people 
that the policy is supposed to benefit don't actually see the benefit, then what exactly are we doing here? <laughs> it's like if straight people had been the ones pushing gay marriage while gay people were like, yeah, actually we're good with civil unions. Or if it was mostly white people super hyped about a diversity pick for the vice presidential slot, just as one theoretical example here, you might reconsider your position if the folks you're aiming to help seem very uninterested in the flavor of Sorry, again, again, the reason why those groups are against it is because they feel like it would help black people. This is all anti-black racism, like period. When people think of affirmative action, they don't think of white women who are the number one beneficiaries of affirmative action. But when you look at all these diversity hires, diversity can be 10 white people, three Asians and an African. Mm -hmm. That's diversity. And no, we can actually cut the African out. <laughs> insert insert Indian. You don't even gotta have a black person around. I'm like, oh no, we're, we got a really diverse group of people that we work with. Mm -hmm. So miss me, but I'm gonna keep going. I'm sorry, y'all. No, 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 no. No, keep going. Go ahead, Mud. Go ahead. No, I just want to say like they, she's playing a game of conflating Latino with black people. Like she's saying Latinos don't want it. It was never meant for Latinos. It was meant for us. Mm -hmm. And like, and then you know like and the they know game. it. Yeah, and then they play this game like it's comparable to like our, like this taste of uh, Kamala Harris. Like, no, not, we actually rejected Kamala Harris. There, there's a difference. Like, it's not the same thing with affirmative action. Like, you can't you can't play this game where like you just, you know, it's shuffling us around like playing the shell game with like this minority shit. Anybody else? Yeah, yeah. Um, we got we have to. Well, I guess we got, I, I'll tackle it real quick now, is that Sam is telling you about anti-Black racism in this, in this massive blue, blue state, right? It's blue and therefore it must be all racism, must have, all racism or anti-Blackness or anti-ADOSness must have been chased away. Which but is a lie because these people are racist. I live here. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's really quickly, let's take a look at, if you take a look, you guys can look this up yourself. I'll, I'll try to find a link, but if you look at almost every major city, especially San Francisco and Los Angeles, if you look at how how far Black Americans have dropped in those cities, it's it's ethnic cleansing. They call it gentrification. They call it they they, they call it all kinds of pretty stuff. Urban renewal. Ethnic, urban renewal, but it's ethnic cleansing, yep. right? We're we're get we're you can you can look at the homelessness numbers you can look at the jobs numbers all these things are are keys to show you that this is ethnic cleansing right if this was if if what was happening to black people in California a blue state was happening in another country we'd be we'd be rounding up the troops hmm. you see what I mean so let's be honest about what's going on right black folks are being erased look at the bay. Ask any activist, any real activist from the Bay, not somebody who's kissing Kamala Harris's ass. Ask any real activist from the Bay what's happening to what's happened to black people over the last 20 years. And they'll tell you the truth. It's ethnic cleansing. We're getting pushed out and everybody else is getting pushed in. Right. Silicon Valley. There's over 150,000 jobs being held down by non-American workers. At the same time, 50 to 60 percent of the homelessness is black, black American in the Bay. Right. You try to make me. I, you can call me xenophobic. You can call me anti-immigrant. You can call me whatever the fuck you want to call me. Right. My people are being destroyed. 
and this chick is playing games, playing fucking games, playing semantic games with this with this issue, right? Mm-hmm. And she's and neither one of them mentioned the campaigns that Asian people and all these other folks are running. We're taking taking all that money they got running campaigns against this proposition. They didn't even mention that. They're running a hustle and they're trying to. They're watching us be destroyed. We're watching. We're watching us being destroyed in real time, and nobody fucking gives a shit. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And that's why when you run across us on Twitter, especially hashtag ADOS, and people be going the fuck off and cussing you out, and you be like, "Oh, I can't fuck with these hashtag ADOS people because they just they just be so angry." To be conscious and to be black in America is to be in a constant state of rage. James Baldwin. I live in rage. I live in rage. I had to create like three different, I had to create two different things and be roped into a third where we're creating a whole nother thing Mm -hmm. to just keep me from being so angry like every day that I live in my life. We have to create our own. And I'm own a black hope. woman. I don't know how the fuck y'all do it. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> That's what absolutely. you have to do. <laughs> you got to be angry right. all the time and just be normal. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then the day that somebody pushes you over, you like, you fucking <laughs> fuck out. Hulk out. And every like when I hulked out on fucking Marianne Williamson. And listen, you know, I'm not gonna repeat what I said, and I don't apologize for what I said. I could have said it better so people who were following her could understand my anger and frustration. But I felt how I felt because I felt like she was being dismissive. Like if we've told you multiple times, 500 billion is an unacceptable number. And it was like, okay, when you were running, okay. But when you stopped running for you to keep pushing that number. And I appreciate that you're no longer pushing that number anymore. So this is just to speak to a certain thing. But like there's certain people from her clique that they won't even deal with me right now. Like with the stuff we trying to do at Reset Race, they not, they only deal with me because they didn't, because that flash of true anger that they saw was too much for them. But y'all don't understand black people are angry because of the shit that you do to us it's like if you keep if you keep messing with your dog at home you keep slapping your dog around and beating up your dog at what point do at some point your dog may maul you but it's, 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 the, it's the intellectual dishonesty like they absolutely like then like they're not fucking stupid people and then as soon as like we start questioning them about shit then they start to get dumb and they start making illogical arguments and you're like yo what the fuck are you even trying to do to me right now <laughs> you're trying to drive me crazy by acting like mm-hmm. you're like you don't understand how things gaslight. actually work mm-hmm. yeah gaslight that's what it, that's what they're yep. fucking doing yep all, right, mud. Word yep. Up. all day and the gag is like how all y'all got like fucking college degrees my motherfucking ass got a culinary degree and and I can see that y'all full of shit and don't know what the fuck you talking about or that you playing games. So how you got all these degrees and then went to good schools because you had access to capital and all that shit yeah. and my ass out here with a culinary degree, mm-hmm. but I can understand and break it down. So y'all yeah. are playing games. Like y'all are literally playing motherfucking games. So I'm right. ready to go back to this degree. woman. You damn right, you got it. Yeah, she damn right, cause she's just a grill master, grilling the shit. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something before we get. I just want to say something real quick. The ancestors are speaking to me right now. I think my grand, I can hear my grandma looking at this white lady. 
I ain't gonna say what she said to me, man. I'm trying to keep it like real shit said. I'm trying, I'm trying. I swear to God, I'm trying. But she looking you know, like just, yo, just, just don't, you know, just you know, use you know, use okay words, you know, man. leave you know, leave, use okay words. This anti-black devil. I sound like I sound like that motherfucker. From, I'm gonna get you, sucker. These devils, these black devils. Like this this anti-black mischievous devil. Her and Saga. These these they are evil people, sir. Straight up devils, like real shit. Like, man, listen, man. She what she just did is she tried to conflate identity politics with any of those people getting specific black policy. You know what I mean? Specific policy. So she's conflating specific specific yeah, she a devil, much. You, you know damn well she a damn ancestors talk to you too much. That's a goddamn devil. Word up, like an anti-black fucking daughter of the confederacy lefty. Devil, that woman is a damn devil. She's just straight up lying. And look at all the views they got. They got 150,000 views. This is a progressive channel, and they making a whole video. This is the KKK yeah. populism channel. <laughs> just like, welcome to KKK As irony populism. Says, we hate niggas KKK and we like minimum wage. <laughs> For real. We like we like fifteen dollars an hour minimum wage. Again, white people, you don't know shit about the fight. Listen, fifteen dollars an hour—that might be good for your little son who lives in your nice house. But for us out here struggling to survive, rent the average rent in California is like eighteen hundred dollars. Who the fuck is living off of fifteen dollars an hour? That's not even worth us out here doing all that fighting for. How about twenty-five? So this is again. I need middle class. I need upper middle class people to stop setting the agenda for the country because y'all ain't broke. Most of y'all motherfuckers don't know nobody who's broke, especially white people, because y'all not all white people. But get it. Don't get it twisted. First of all, y'all have class. Black people don't have class. Black people know a couple people who got some money and most of the people they know are broke. Y'all, depending on what your wealth level is, everybody around you is stable. So y'all may not feel like you have money, but you have stability. You had yes. stability up until COVID. What you're experiencing now with like worrying about if you're going to lose your house or if you're going to even still have a job or you lost your job. This is our normal life. So Word. the fuck? Word up. Yeah. And let me, let me, let me, let me get this out the way. California deserves credit for passing AB, whatever, whatever. Yeah. AB 3121. Shout out to ADOS Los Angeles. Yes. Shout out to them. I want to give all of y'all love, but I'm a, I'm a show Tiffany and Marcus, Mm -hmm. Mr. Champion, most love. But mm-hmm. it was that, a it was it up. was a group effort. They Absolutely. worked really really hard on it. Some more than others. I was just minute. yeah, I was just in the mix. Like you know, but they did the work, and mm-hmm. you know, Marcus rewrote the bit. Like Marcus went through and was rewriting the bill. Like I ADOS LA, I love y'all. Y'all putting y'all work. Like mm-hmm. thank you, thank you for what That's y'all did. Up. Yeah, I want to get for California sure, sure. credit. Get that out the way. We can go back to work now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's ride. <laughs> oh my god. Okay of help that you were actually offering. Oh. In fact, the more you dig- I hear it. I hear it. Oh, you know why? Because I have my screen where I can see all of y'all faces when we talking to each other and then I turn it back. Okay, here we go. Get into the policy, the more it kind of seems like it's about making affluent white people feel good about themselves and about the elite institutions and environments that they inhabit, much more so than it really is a project of justice. Look. Obviously, the largest and most powerful program of affirmative action is for the rich, whose parents can afford to dole out big donations to top-level schools and benefit from a privileged legacy status, not to mention who grew up with the tutors and resources and counselors to get them into those schools to begin with. 
But that elite experience would be so much less enjoyable if you were truly faced with how completely exclusive the elite trading pipeline really is and how much more it has to do with your parents' bank account than it does with little Johnny's great promise. So diversity has been sold to affluent whites, not really as a project with the end goal of justice, although the trappings of that are nice and make them feel really good, but as a sort of lifestyle brand. And diversity has also been sold on a strictly transactional level too, as something that is actively beneficial to you and your kid. And that matters, here's why. In the podcast, Nice White Parents, they tracked the multi-decade history of one New York City public school, and it was actually kind of remarkable. White parents in the 60s were sold diversity exactly this way as a transaction good for them and their kids, and they lobbied aggressively for the local school board to locate this new public school in a zone right between the white neighborhood and the black neighborhood so that their kids might attend a diverse school. There you go. However, none of the white families actually showed up. Why? Because when they were faced with the reality that the black students had been suffering through substandard behind the white kids and they realized that diversity could impose some cost on their own children, then they were out. Their relationship to diversity was purely transactional and the second they felt they weren't getting a good deal, they were gone. Affirmative action is the type of program that poses little... So, what she's basically, she's making the argument for affirmative action with this, right? Because diversity is going to have to be forced especially when it comes to us, because they want us, they don't want us around. They've been trained over over the centuries that we are a contagion of wealth, as, as Yvette and Tone would say, right? Over the, we we are we are the problem, not the society that, that that imposes a cost for having us around, but we are the problem, right? So it has to be forced. She's making the argument for us, but she doesn't see it that way. She thinks she's making a counter argument. Anybody got anything on that? Yeah, uh, she's definitely using diversity as a dog whistle. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the whole thing where it's funny how she went from one segment where she was blaming the progressive, progressive white people for wanting affirmative action, being the only people that want this thing. And now in this one, she's showing how progressives can truly be, you know, racist, you know, and be hypocrites. And like, it's, it's funny to me how like, like they, they want to flip it on this, on this instance though, and make it about the diversity being sold to them. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's, it's an interesting way to how they, they frame these arguments to like convince people like that. It's like to hide the racism and also to kind of shift the blame into weird ways where it's not really clear who is, what is the, what exactly is the problem? Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's very interesting how they, like how they're able to get away with this bullshit. Exactly. John, I'm sorry, Bud, you done? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Appreciate it. John, go ahead. Yeah, again, man, crystal ball, man. It's crystal egg in this, oh Lord, Jesus Christ, man. I know she adored it. I know, I know one of her ancestors probably owned at least three slaves. I already know she was a white woman that had at least three slaves, man. <laughs> Cause what she, what she, yeah. You know, we should call she, her Judy Garland. Word of Judy Garland. <laughs> <laughs> For real, like yo, what she is doing and shit. Basically, what she's she that she's saying white liberals. Cause basically, what she is trying to say is that the white centrists, the, the liberals of the white liberals of today. Uh, with a woman back in the 1960s, they ain't what they you feel me that was fighting for diversity. Then when they got, then when the black babies started coming to them schools, they was like, uh, no, nah, no, that was y'all. 
No, that no, the white progressives of today, that was the white woman in night. That's y'all. You feel me? Like, because yeah. it was white centrists back then that are, you feel me? Like, that is who you that's that's from that's that's the line y'all come from, you white fucking progressives. That's y'all. Crystal Ball, you don't want no black babies in your school. That's why. You feel me? Like real shit, man. So all this shit, man. Yo, uh, the language imposing we impose the cost on them. Yep. Yo, that was the straight fuck. Yo, I'm like, is this Fox News? What the fuck is this shit like? Yo, this shit. Man, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I don't got nothing else to say, brother. And the gag is, right, because this is what these people don't understand. And this goes for Crystal and the black face, I mean, and the brown face white supremacist Sauger, which again, what is your cast? What is your cast? Because if you're a Brahmin, you can really... Okay, better. Okay, so... (laughs) But... Yeah, no, but I'm irritated. I'm so irritated. Like, I'm tired of these people. You guys are playing games the way you talk about us. We watch all of you. And the main reason why we stopped watching you guys is because we realize that you guys are anti-Black racist. Crystal, Sauger, fucking Kyle, like all of y'all be showing us that y'all are anti-Black racist. So a lot of us get turned off and really don't watch you like that. Like every now and again, when I repost, retweet uh, uh, the, the Hill clip where they actually say something like a piece that I thought was interesting. You know what people tell, getting my timeline? Oh yeah, you know, I used to watch them so I realized that they was anti-Black. So y'all lose all kinds of people because of the fact that y'all are anti-Black. So just the the thing about it is and then even with like the guy who was in our comments and he was respectful for the first video where he's talking about um you know talk about Kyle he's like he's not a he's not an anti-black racist no he is the thing about is white people you don't get to tell us what's racist or not what's anti-black racism or not you don't know because you guys perpetuate it not all but a lot of y'all perpetuate that shit and you don't even realize what you're doing so what you need to do is listen to us so we can teach you how to train your ears for it because this basically the fucking democrats took over the fucking uh the fucking southern strategy for the most part they just doing it smarter like white supremacy always adapts yeah go ahead i'm sorry yeah the perfect sign of it is how she was trying to make like tie the legacy thing in just with class like that shit goes back to segregation like that shit goes back to when we were locked out of you know any opportunity which kind of why which is kind of why affirmative action is something that's in the schools so that we can actually compete on that level. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's like, yeah, it's just, they're using class to hurt black people. That's all they're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. We ready? Yep. Okay, cool. ...threat and only benefits to affluent white liberals. It's the college admissions version of identity politics, more about getting brown faces in high places to make white people feel good than it is about actually addressing the very real problems that it seeks to ameliorate. It's almost axiomatic that any policy supported overwhelmingly by brunch liberals is unlikely to really forge any structural change or justice. But let- Go ahead. This is, just, this is just real quick. You see that she said brown faces. She didn't say black faces to get brown yep. faces in high places. Like. Yep. We're, we're completely out that 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 equation now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No black and brown, not minority, just brown. Yeah. And, and then the brown faces be your saugers like Bobby Jindal mm-hmm. and what's the other one? Nikki Haley. Nikki Miss Haley, yeah. the Confederate flag isn't racist. It's, mm-hmm. it's just their heritage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got Kamala Harris and you got and you got Ziggy Zaid, where that dude is that yeah, was Matt Brunet. You got all these motherfuckers, mm-hmm. man. Shit, wow. 
and we got to remember now uh, it, something something that um, that folks need to take a look at. Take a look at all these organizations that that you that you like to follow. DSA, uh, who else? DSA, Justice Democrats. Take a look at their structure. There are no outspoken black people in leadership. None. Mm-hmm. We're Jack facing again. we're facing economic extinction in 20, 2053. And you don't have any outspoken black people talking about reparations for black people. Right? And what what is that? And that was before you? COVID. That was be- yeah, exactly. That was before COVID. Now, if you look, if we're not, if nobody's I, I just told you about ethnic cleansing, it's clear, right? And if you read my writing, you, there's a whole lot of other stuff you, you, we need to talk about, but we'll, we'll go into that later. But if nobody's ringing the alarm bells about what's happening to descendants of slaves here in this country and the organization you're in, guess what? You're an anti-Black racist organization. Sorry, it is what it is. It is what it is. And you, if you're a righteous person to listen to the sound of my voice, you need to start challenging these people if you want to be part of an organization that's really doing some good. If yeah. Not, go ahead. Go ahead, Sam. No, no, no. That's I like how you said it. you need to start challenging these people, right? Mm-hmm. So for those of you guys who are on this and you're like, damn, this is they're right. Like, you know, this is anti-black racism. Like it's time, like Ernie Chambers says, it's up to you to talk to your family and your brothers and sisters and let people know in your circles that's that's not okay. Because mm-hmm. as I always, I always like to use other groups, but nobody would be allowed to talk about gays like this. Like when she was like, oh, it'd be like if straight people were the ones pushing gay marriage. Mm-hmm. First of all, that wasn't the case. And second of all, for you to like, could you imagine if people were voting? Well, we do. I don't like how we vote on a lot of this shit anyways. Like certain things shouldn't be voted on. Like affirmative action shouldn't be a vote like period but it is what it is I, mm-hmm. it is what it is go ahead y'all because she's because we ain't even got to soccer yet that's gonna take forever once we get there <laughs> Any, y'all got anything else for her yeah, for this? Yeah, I got, go ahead yeah, nah, sis, nah, I, I got i got something for her man like the thing about it affirmative action is one of the see rep, people don't really understand what reparations is like they just think it's money the progressives, even after all the ADOs, all the work that the ADOs done did and American descendants of slavery and all the people fighting for reparations done did and all the information that's out there, uh, they still think it's just giving black people money, but they don't understand that the set of, I mean, not, not black people, American descendants of slavery. Let me clear that shit up, nigga. You from Nigeria, you ain't getting nothing, nigga. You ain't getting the damn crime. All right, no, I don't know. You ain't getting nothing. But anyway, but um, basically what I'm saying, Ameri- affirmative action is one of those strong set-asides that's have, that has to be in place on top of the reparations because of all the years and years and years we've been locked out, being locked out of opportunities, locked up, you know what I'm saying? Locked in the community, just locked. They just kept locking us. This, this, so this is what the, so the, the, the capital that's going to come to us through reparations on top of the affirmative action is what's really going to start changing the motherfucking society. But the fact that she's just so gun ho fighting against black people, you feel me? Ados people, American descendants of slavery people. That's what she's really talking about. She ain't talking about saga. She ain't not talking about saga when she's talking about affirmative action. She not talking about Jenk Yuga. You feel me? Like how he came up. She's not talking about them. She's talking about us. You feel me? Like and trying to downplay, just trying to say like minorities and this and that. Like, like she really she really a devil. She really a devil. Don't worry, Sarah's gonna practice some hoodoo on your ass. Watch. Crystal Ball, watch the ancestors got something for your ass. Just like tells from the tells from the tells from the hood. Remember tells from the hood? When no, all them little black slave dogs that woke up yes. and they beat the shit out that nigga that's biting his ass in there, stabbing him with little knives, got something yeah. for your ass. All you anti-black lefties, man. Y'all, y'all hypocrites, man. Y'all hypocrites. Justice gonna come, though. Don't worry. You mm-hmm. gonna, don't worry. 
because yep. this, this is a whole different generation and we're going to be teaching our kids to be fighters. So even if you get away with not giving us nothing, this generation, you're going to have to, there's going to be a reckoning. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a reckoning. Whole new brand of Negro. Yep. Yep. And we learning from our ancestors because our ancestors was telling us back then and a lot of our people weren't listening to them. You know, the Fannie Lou Hamas and the, Absolutely. so, so now we got to get out here and do what needs to be done to get this justice. Like I said, y'all should be glad that we aren't, oh, we aren't like y'all. Like we just want, like that girl said when she was like, y'all should be glad that we don't want revenge. We just want equality. I want mm -hmm. equity and a little bit more because of my family's contribution to this country, mm -hmm. but that's about right. Ooh. And speaking of that, you know, Instacart just got here with my plantation rum, y'all. <laughs> my whole new bottle. I'm about to open this up and, and get ready for Sauger. Okay, y'all ready? Or is there anything yes. else that y'all got to say? <laughs> Go ahead, run it. Let's look at the data anyway. So, affirmative action does, in fact, marginally improve Black and Latino admissions into elite universities. According to Matt Iglesias, after affirmative action was banned in California in the 90s, the number of Black students at UC Berkeley fell from 6 or 7% to just 3%, and Latinos make up only about 15% of Berkeley's freshman class, even though they are actually a majority of public school graduates in that state. So, by that metric, affirmative action is successful. But just getting more minorities into high-level colleges that's not actually supposed to be the goal. The goal is supposed to be reducing the racial wealth and income gap. And on that metric, affirmative action has been a complete Whoa. failure. In Whoa. fact, after generations Whoa. of racial preferences in college Whoa. admissions processes- You gotta stop that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sorry, uh, y'all, I was over here trying to hit the button like, oh my God. <laughs> no, as soon, when I first heard this video, I was like, oh my God, go ahead, MG, get her. So, get them, so, so, big bro, get them, big so bro. So she admits that the program is successful, not perfect, but successful, right? It's supposed to be part of a larger scheme, right? We know that education doesn't close the wealth gap. We know that, right? But we're talking about the opportunity to, better, to do better for your family in this generation or the current generation, whatever generation somebody's going through. So the, the amount of, and we're probably, most likely we're talking about ADOS students that were going to these schools drop, cut in half, cut in half. So we don't know that those were ADOS students. They could have just been plain old black. So yeah, we don't even know how many of them were ADOS. So mm -hmm. she talked about 3%, 2% of them could have been first generation African immigrants, which, mm -hmm. you know, again, it's That's not true. a problem with y'all, but if the only people who are getting any success at opportunity aren't the people who descend from slaves, that's a problem. Yeah. Like when, the, the like when Karen Bass- designed for. Yeah, and absolutely. let me, and let me, and sorry, I hate to go on a tangent, but you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, every time I can, throw some uh every time I can piss on Karen Bass I have to mm -hmm. so when I had when when we had that meeting with Karen Bass Karen Bass looked us dead in our face and said we need to import more Africans from Africa because black birth rates are low first of all most black most black most African immigrants do not marry Black Americans. Nope. There's a few, but the majority don't. They move mm -hmm. into their own communities. They, you know, they live with their own people. They tell their kids, don't bring home no akatas. And for mm -hmm. you white people who doesn't, don't know what akata means, akata means wild dog. They're talking about Black Americans who descend no, from slaves. It means nigger. It means nigger. That's what it means. It means wild <laughs> My dog. My no, bad. It's, yeah, with the hard it's, another, it's, it's, a, it's another ver mm -hmm. version of it. Like, like, we, like I said in the last episode, every other race, every other group has a 
word for nigger except yep. for us. Like we don't mm-hmm. have names for Nigerians. We don't nope. have names for anything. And even even cracker, that shit comes from white people. That's not our original shit. Mm-hmm. That shit goes back to uh, what is it when they were indentured slavers? It's indentured servants, and like their necks would be burnt red, and then they would start to crack. That's where that shit come from. So even that shit ain't our shit. We have never come up with some shit to call y'all, but y'all gotta work. Y'all got a name for us. So you want me to align with someone who looks at me as a wild animal? We got to bring in more of those people because our birth rates are low. How about you fight to get my people out of prison? You know why some of the birth rates are low? Because a lot of our men are in prison. So if you'd stop locking them up for nonviolent offenses, maybe there'd be more men to go around. So mm-hmm. our birth rates wouldn't be low. But instead of you handling the problem, your, your first thing is just to import more people. That's a problem. That is a mm-hmm. problem. But like, that, you know, like we talked about, we're facing we're fight, we're facing genocide. Period. We're facing genocide from and all, all the sides. Solutions, that, and all and, the solutions and, these people are offering make it worse. And if you guys don't know who Karen Bass is, Karen Bass is the head of the Congressional Black Caucus. So the people who are supposed to be fighting for ADOS are not mm-hmm. fighting for ADOS. And she also told me reparations is not her issue, and it wouldn't be until we made it her issue. So I understand that she wasn't over HR 40, but how are you over the CBC and reparations isn't your issue? I have a serious problem with that woman. We'll get to her too. I don't even right. care about her. I'm okay. so over these people. Go ahead. I can say, but uh, yeah, but the thing about it, yeah, but Sam, again, just right on point, especially with Karen Bass, she bugging. I don't even, I couldn't, I would have left the room. I would have like, I, man, man, let me tell you, I, control, hit, I hit the snooze button. Like, I literally, because, you know, we black, so we have a snooze button. You know, when somebody mm. says something stupid to you, you just. <laughs> you, because because what, what was I going to do? Jump over the table? Like, yeah, no, no, no. Like, that wouldn't have been, like, so I just had to sit there and eat shit. I got to give it to right. Friday, though. Friday did give a little pushback, and then Karen Bash tried to hit us with, I feel like you guys are being xenophobic. Bitch, oh, you just told no. me. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me, y'all. I didn't mean yeah. to call her that. Right. Woman, oh, you going to beep it? No. <laughs> And I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I corrected myself, right? You that's to, enough. Yeah, yeah that's, that's enough. enough. That's enough. Fuck it. We going there. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm not mm. taking that shit out. No, no. But for this woman to say that when we are like in dire, like in a dire situation, like on every, from every measure, Black Americans are failing. Americans who descend from slavery are failing. So for you to be like, oh, we just... That is some bullshit. That basically you're saying we need to bring in more people to mask our number to mask our failure. And this is what I mean by this. And a lot of people get upset when we talk about Africans and stuff. But I don't care what y'all think because my best friend is a fucking first generation Ghanaian American, and mm-hmm. I have real conversations with her. She believes that we should get reparations, and she doesn't believe that she should get reparations. Mm-hmm. And for those of y'all Africans who are mad that ADOS will get reparations and you won't get nothing, that's your fault because you don't have an ADOS friend. Do you think I'm going to get reparations and my friend not get no money? If not money, you think I'm not going to start a business? Or shit, my friend got two fucking degrees. You think I'm not going to ask her if she want to start a business? Okay. So Mm -hmm. even though she's not going to get a direct payment, she going to get a payment. Mm -hmm. And if you had more ADOS friends, you would be in a different kind of situation because we love to spend. Wait till all of these ADOS people have reparations. We're going to be building co-ops and all kinds of businesses. And we're not going to be sitting there like, you're not ADOS. You can't, you can't be a part of this because that's not how we roll. That's never how we've been. We love everybody. Like, like I said, the other one, it it pains us. 
Yeah, it pains it pains us right now to have to do this to y'all and pull y'all coats, but y'all aren't getting any better. And Baldwin's not here anymore to lecture you white people. So I got to keep bringing him back to you through his words and through his freaking things because I'm not Baldwin. I strive to be, but that man was a genius. And that man went and sat in the rooms of white supremacy all the time and said what he had to say elegantly and never flinched. Never flinched. MG, you got something, bro? Please go ahead. Yeah, please go ahead. I was just going to say, like, um, like, the thing is, it's like, we already understand that, yes, affirmative action is not going to solve the racial wealth gap. But it was also put in place because we were locked out of fucking higher education. Like, Mm -hmm. like, they keep trying to like hide that fact of it. And it's like, no, like that was, that was the reality. We were locked out for, you know, forever damn there. And yeah. recently, you know, we've been allowed to like get to, you know, your universities. And it's like part of why affirmative action needs to be in place is exactly the stats that you showed. If we don't, we don't have affirmative action a lot of black people will be locked out and and that's even on the fact that it's not specific to us like mm-hmm. even as vague as it is now we're locked out you know so it's like like you mm-hmm. guys like you gotta be you gotta be real about what the fuck is going on here mm-hmm. <laughs> you preaching yeah, we they they got to talk about wealth here right now. But if, for those of you who don't know the the, the wealth numbers, right? We about to show um, them to you. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, go ahead, Sam. No, <laughs> no, you can no say what you're gonna say though. Go ahead no, and prep I, them. Uh, go ahead the and prep wealth, them. Mm-hmm. The wealth numbers for black folks. I mean, it, it, it's 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 horrific. It was, it's ten times. They, white wealth is ten times as much as black wealth. We've been here the same amount of time, and a lot of y'all haven't been here as long as we have. All right? It's because as Mud was saying, we've been locked out. We've been locked mm-hmm. out. Is, and for you to believe that um, that gap exists and nothing can be done about it or nothing should be done about it, guess what? You're assuming that we can't catch up. You're assuming mm-hmm. that we can't do it. You're assuming mm-hmm. that we are incapable of catching up or you don't care. Either one, we need help to close this gap. It can't be closed without without um, government intervention, just like it was, just like government, just like government intervened for white folks, the Homestead Act, um, mm-hmm. New Deal, all this stuff, several Homestead Acts, not just one, several Homestead Acts that we were locked out of. Slavery itself, Jim Crow itself, that was affirmative action for white people, all right? It is, it is what it and is. And if y'all don't, if y'all haven't read when affirmative action was white, you bullshitting. Ira Cass Nelson, when affirmative mm. action was white, y'all. Dig it up. Dig it up. The greatest the greatest insult that is happening to us is like yeah, <laughs> the greatest insult that is happening to us is these Democrat politicians coming in our faces talking about red line and then not having their next like their next sentence be something about reparations. <laughs> like how the mm-hmm. fuck do you understand the concept of red line and then you're not gonna talk to me about a policy like reparations to actually make up for that shit? 
Mm-hmm. That's it. Because they're being dishonest. They're being, um, mm-hmm. you know, they're being on purpose. They're just being dishonest. At the end of the day, y'all might as well just say, like, I don't care about Black people. And it is what it is. Like, I wish y'all would mm-hmm. just be honest. But you don't want to be honest because you know if you told your audience, like, look, we really just don't care about Black people. Yeah, you might mm-hmm. keep some of your audience, but I have a feeling the majority of your audience, that would rub their spirit the wrong way. Because this mm-hmm. thing about white people, y'all... Y'all don't want to be racist. Y'all just kind of are. And the reason why you are is because this country trains everybody to be racist. Like all people just have like, to just like everybody has this video. Yeah, it's everybody has to be racist. And everybody has to learn how to get rid of anti-black racism, right? Like shit, I grew up in the suburbs of white people. Like I had to learn how to not, you know, move around or squirm when a random black man walked up on me. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or something like yeah. that. Because yeah, I mean, you are trained to be anti-black. So if mm-hmm. me as a black person in America has to had to learn, had to unlearn anti-black racism, what makes you above me? You white. You don't even live around black people. And I grew up with y'all and I got a problem. Well, I don't have a problem anymore, but I grew up with y'all and I had to unlearn shit. So let's quit pretending like we all don't have prejudices, biases, and some, like I said, some of y'all are racist, but some of y'all don't want to be. And if you don't want to be racist, then you have to start doing the work because we all do the work. Mm-hmm. Again, I keep saying this, I'm gonna keep saying this all over. I actively seek to have intentional relationships with white women because my racism experiences for the most part have come at the hands of white women. So that gave me a prejudice. So I actively work to build intentional relationships with white women so I don't hate all white women. There's a re- so we all have to do things to make sure that we don't become well for me I just don't want to become the thing that I hate. Like I don't want to be like a racist white person. So I go out of my way to try to find people. So I can be like, yes, these are good people. Not saying that there aren't, I don't, you know, there aren't any good white people, but I say all the time, you know, my godmother is white. I love her, but you know, she was a little racist. Not to me, not, not to me personally, but mm-hmm. some of the things she said, you know, but she, but she did like, I, she didn't even, I don't think she, like I say it all the time, I think if she heard this podcast, she would be hurt by that. And I hate to say that because she's a good person and you don't understand, like my godmother loves me to death. Like, you know, fuck with me if you want to on her property, but she'll shoot that ass. Mm-hmm. So even a person who loves me and I would be in her presence wouldn't understand some of the stuff that she said was anti-Black. You know what I mean? Even though it wasn't directed specifically at me, but it would be like at my people. Like I said, my godmother was a hardcore Rush Limbaugh fan in the 90s. Like Rush was raw. That's prime so, Rush. <laughs> I'm telling you. So this is the thing. Again, This I guess I'm just saying like, I know people were so angry about Robin DiAngelo's book and they were like, oh, she's just saying that everybody's racist. Maybe not all of y'all, but 90% of y'all are racist. Like, like, you know what I mean? And it's, and think, and y'all gotta understand racism is a spectrum like autism. Like racist doesn't mean like you, you know, you gonna go and burn some crosses on people's lawns or just go down the street shooting niggas or do what happened to, was it Ahmaud Arbery where they was chasing him down? That is the extreme side of racism. The small side of racism is when you, you know, you don't really want too many blacks to move in your neighborhood because you don't want your neighborhood to be unsafe. Or you understand? I like, think it's going to be unsafe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you don't yeah. want a black bunch of black and brown kids to come in your school because they're going to bring down the education value. So instead of saying, okay, we're going to bring in these black and browns, how do we get more money 
into these schools and what programs can we give them or let's just say blacks because that shit gets on my nerves I'm sorry but let's just say we want to get more black people into our schools and into Mm -hmm. these so okay so remember I live in LA right so here they have specific programs for Latinos like people who are you know who English is their second language there's a lot of different programs right so if you can do that for Latinos why can't you do that for black people like you can literally set up programs to help black kids get where your kids need to be. And the thing about it is in these affluent neighborhoods, these white people on top of their property taxes, they put all kinds of money into these schools. These PTAs be fundraising millions of dollars. Like it's a whole nother, it's a whole nother level. So if y'all would go and do some of that work for black people in, you know, these black schools or these minority schools, as you like to call them, but not come in and try to take over, bring your money and close your mouth. That's what we need y'all to do sometimes. And I'm sorry that that might be a little hurtful, but most of y'all, I need you to bring your money and close your mouth because y'all got the money, but a lot of times y'all don't know what's going on. So you can't come in and try to tell people what's going on. You got to come in, bring the money and let the browns and the blacks, mm-hmm. but the blacks first. Cause you got to let us tell you what we need and you and we'll tell you how we will spend that money to improve our children. But, you know. Sorry, that was long. Keep going, guys. I'm sorry. Um, no, Irritated. they don't need to bring the money. They don't need to bring the money. They can just send it. They don't need to bring it. They don't yeah. need to come in. <laughs> Word up, send that shit. You got cash at money you grab. Ain't, you ain't shit. Mud did, did a kind of revision of uh, Barack Obama. Now than it was back in 1968. So the policy is not particularly effective. It's politically toxic and is rejected by voters everywhere and every time that it's tried. And it fuels racial resentment among the multiracial working class. But you shouldn't just. Have you noticed every time you want to do something for black people, it's causing a a dissension in the working class? So where is this book? Do I even have it out here? I think that shit's in my thing. But y'all need to read this. It's like black labor history. It goes from it goes from slavery all the way to the 1980s. Listen, white people, we have tried to do working coalitions with y'all multiple times you know what happens you either a ain't for it or b either you you a aren't for it or b you um you be like oh okay and then y'all get the bag and run off with that shit and leave us in the dust Mm -hmm. so we're not doing it your way anymore you guys have shown that you guys are liars and that you can't be trusted so we got to take the lead because if not like with the worker shit um john can you say what you said the other day about like the at the height of what was it was it I forgot what movement you said at the height of and King was marching. What did you call it? I'm sorry. Oh, the height, the, great the, height society. of the civil rights movement. Yeah, the great no, society. No, say, yeah. say what you said. Say it again, though. Say it again for people who <laughs> didn't catch it. Because that wasn't on that wasn't on our recording. And that shit was so profound. Oh, yes. Yeah. Since you know I'm a dumb, you know, you know, you, you know, I ain't the most articulate one, but I got no, common that was sense. Articulate. Since you talk, that was, arti- you know that was articulate saying? like a motherfucker. No, say it for them, though, because I know what <laughs> yeah, you said. Please sure. say it for them. For sure. So basically, what I'm saying is that uh that uh the civil rights movement, you know what I mean? The great society is built on the back of the civil rights movement. There is no great society. There is no special social security benefits to people with disabilities. There is no raising the minimum wage 88 times and all whatever LBJ, he raised it like 10 times or some shit like that. There is no fucking Medicaid. There is no expansion of Medicare. There is no fucking uh, Head Start program. All these things came on the back of the civil rights movement. And at the same time, King was still marching. For some extra, you me some extra, some extra tangible, some extra reparation shit on top of that. Even then, when the wealth gap is way closer than it is now, 
But the poverty was it still was extreme though. When you think like the 1960s ghettos, that shit made Martin Luther King go to Chicago during the middle of the great society. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. So these lefties talking about some liberal this, liberal that. Y'all the, the liberals of yesteryear. Y'all not progressive, man. Y'all not progressive at all, man. For real. And the ones that well, Malcolm X was like, yo, the white people that call themselves liberals, but the see, see the white people that were saying, see, them niggas, see, they didn't, they didn't, the white allies Malcolm X was talking about was the ones that was like, you know what, give the weapon nation of Islam they want so they could buy their land and do whatever the fuck they want to do, just stay out their way. That's what Malcolm X was talking about, or just give them what they asking for. That's what he he wasn't talking about. You feel me? A Hillary Clinton liberal. He was talking about you and the Hillary Clinton liberals and the conservatives. Talking about all of y'all. The Great Society was built on the back of the Civil Rights Movement, man. For real. So y'all not gonna have no other wealth redistribution until y'all finish the Civil Rights Movement and give us our give us our shit. Give us what's owed to us. Give us what was stolen from us. So Facts. I got to say. Mud, you got something else? Nah, I'm good. Go ahead. All right. Every time that it's tried, and it fuels racial resentment among the multiracial working class. But you shouldn't just throw up your hands and declare that these massive inequalities between races and between classes have to stand. In fact, any universal programs which disproportionately benefit the poor and the working class are in fact racial equity programs. As Iglesias points out in Florida, where a 50... Oh, sorry, I'm gonna cut that. We are not even go super deep in that. We'll wait for the uh, brown-faced white supremacist to go deeper, I would think, because he gonna say some bullshit that we gonna eat his ass up for. But... The universal programs that y'all offer are bullshit. Mm -hmm. For giving student loan debt, only 20% of black people, native born black people have college degrees. And when I say native born, that doesn't mean ADOS. It just means native born. So they could be a first generation, they could be a first generation black immigrant who comes from parents who have two degrees. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So that's just native born black, not ADOS. We don't even mm -hmm. have ADOS numbers. So mm -hmm. only 20% of us have college degrees. So you paying off student debt is helping our upper middle, it's helping our upper classes and wealth. Actually, to be honest, you're really helping like the top percentile, right? So you, that ain't shit. Allegra Cross Productions presents Fixing Class Won't Fix Race, Volume 1, Student Loan Forgiveness. In the United States, there are 250.52 million white people. Of those, 46.9% have attained an associate's degree or higher. That is 117.49 million white people. There are 44 million black people in the United States. 39.6 million of them are ADOS, American descendants of slavery, racial terrorism, land theft, Jim Crow, redlining, the war on drugs, and mass incarceration. 19% of US-born blacks have attained an associate's degree or higher. That is only 7.52 million US-born blacks. Student loan forgiveness as a policy is a gift to stabilize the white working class and boost upper middle class Asian and white wealth. Let me explain. Wealth is held in families, not individuals. In Los Angeles, the medium wealth of a white family is In Los Angeles, the median U.S. born black has $4,000 median wealth. 
In Miami, the median wealth for a white family is $107,000. In Miami, for a U.S.-born black, the median wealth is $3,700. In the District of Columbia, the median wealth for a white family is $248,000. Median wealth for a U.S. black in the District of Columbia is $3,500. In Boston, the median white wealth is $251,000. The median wealth for a U.S.-born Boston family, Black, is $8. So you're thinking, yeah, 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 hey, we are poor too. This video is not to argue that student loans should not be forgiven for all families. It is to show that this policy does not close the racial wealth gap. It should not be promoted as policy that significantly helps the AUS Black community. Cancel student debt for 117.49 million white families. Just do it after you pay reparations to 39.6 million American descendants of slavery. Pure reparations now. These are our terms of solidarity. We are stronger when we fight together. What's the next one? Um, universal health care. Yes, universal health care would be nice, but guess what? I have free health care right now. You know why? Because I'm fucking poor. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yep. So, and like like uh, John has said plenty of times, just because it's free don't mean that it's good. We get free K through 12 education, right? And they graduate mm -hmm. motherfuckers who can't read. So mm -hmm. you think that won't be different in the medical system if we don't overhaul the whole system? So that one is a it could it is a, is what it is. Like to be mm -hmm. honest, black people ain't thinking about that shit because we could die any day. What the fuck we worrying about some insurance for? <laughs> like, especially poor, no, for real. I mean, like poor black people though. Like we can talk yeah. about people who are like you know when you got some money then you take care of the shit you're supposed to be but as a poor person like i went so from 26 until 32 i went without insurance and the only reason i ended up finally ended up getting insurance is because i got really sick and they had to give me insurance so they could get paid mm -hmm. you feel me yeah. so like y'all out here playing y'all out here playing games what's the other one that they like to do so free oh and then um free college right so first of all, blacks with we'll do that one list. So um okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next one is free college, right? Again, why do you think that they're gonna give us good colleges to go to? We're gonna end up, they're gonna build some shitty ass JCs and make them free. And then when you get your shitty ass degree, you still ain't gonna get hired. Uh, what was it? It was Chuck Modi at Chuck Modi. I think that's what his name is. If not, look uh -huh. up Chuck Modi. But he did a tweet where he was like, if um if you get if you make if you give everybody free college the next thing you know is instead of a bachelor's they'll make people have a master's this mm -hmm. came from a white man he mm -hmm. on the money he knows exactly what we're saying and i saw this white woman be like but education can help everybody education can help everybody i am a very educated person and i did not learn this shit in school right mm -hmm. but when you like but the whole point, the reason why people go to school to get a degree 
is not for self-improvement. It's so they can get that motherfucking check mm -hmm. and take care of their family. Yep. Nobody gives a fuck about self-improvement. Like they don't, especially not black people. Like, and I don't mean, so don't, don't kill me and don't, you know, shorten my shit. But what I mean is we don't go to college for self-improvement or to find ourselves. We go to college so we can figure out how we gonna make some money. Like I just mm -hmm. left school and people are like, well, why did you leave school? Well, I left school because it's fucking COVID. I changed my major. The world, I don't even know what the fuck is going on with the world like realistically like I don't even know if what I was going to school for will even be a thing by the time I graduate like shit I'm trying to follow in debt like Darity inspired me to change my major I was a history major I changed my major to mathematical economics and economic theory okay so in 10 years around numbers no, bro and on top of that you know you know for black people you got to have a PhD for anybody to take you seriously so I'm looking at like eight nine years of school so I'm looking around, I'm just like, with the world kind of coming all fucked up, like, I need to see what's going to happen before I do shit else. Because again, I own my house. It doesn't make sense for me to go into debt mm -hmm. to go to school. I can sell my house and move to a third world country and never work again. So I do think about this shit. <laughs> and then the fight for 15. I already addressed that. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. I stopped working for $15 an hour like three or four years ago. I live in LA, $15 an hour and I own my house. $15 an hour is, is high school wage. For somebody who lives at home, that is a good wage. If you got, if you, if you live by yourself, you can't, you can't live by yourself off $15 an hour unless y'all, unless you are OnlyFans, you know, showing, <laughs> showing tits or swinging dick. Like, <laughs> hey, yo, chill the fuck out. Am I lying? <laughs> Am I lying? No, Am I lying? lying. Yeah. No, for you real. Say you, say you, say you, you say you gotta sell ass on the side. You gotta sell. You got. You gotta sell. You gotta sell something else on the only, side. Only fans is cam. No yeah, one is touching you. And the people who are fucking on OnlyFans, that's because they would have did that shit for free. They just getting. <laughs> hey yo, chill the fuck out. <laughs> I get to say the shit that y'all can't say because they would give y'all the business. But mm -hmm. no, but what? But basically, what I'm saying is, fifteen dollars an hour is some bullshit. How about we start talking about twenty five an hour? That should be the base because if um if what is it if um sorry, so, forgive me y'all because I have so much fucking information in my brain. So was it if um if wages would have gone up with inflation, we would be somewhere around twenty five dollars an hour anyways. So basically, y'all out here lowballing yourselves, like y'all out here sucking dick for ten dollars. <laughs> Okay, anybody else? Well, let Crystal keep anything? going. I give up, bud. You got anything? I'm going on mute. I'm going on mute. How do you follow that? <laughs> <laughs> will benefit as they currently earn less than that rate. He also points out that researchers say 20% of the 1960s decline in the black-white wage gap came from the 1966 lifting of the minimum wage. Eliminating college debt would actually disproportionately benefit minorities. Black students are more likely to be. Yeah, Darity talks about this one. Um, and he and Sam, you got those numbers? Oh, yeah, I got those. Or oh, no, no, we don't. Oh, I do. No, I, I'll put it in because remember, I did a whole video on how many oh, white sorry, people yeah. have. Yeah. yeah, I got a whole video. I did a whole four or five minute video. I'll, yes, you did. I'm going to drop that in here for y'all. Sorry, y'all going to have to sit there and listen to that shit. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like I just said, only 20% of black people have college degrees. And so, so the person who said that I love Latinos reset ratio go ahead mm -hmm. and say I love the poor whites too. reset ratio because 50. <laughs> 
53% of white people don't have college degrees. So over mm-hmm. half of your people, this shit ain't helping. Mm-hmm. So Crystal is disingenuous or she just doesn't have any regular Negroes around her. So, mm-hmm. you know, I guess you famous sure now. So I doubt you. I, I, so I doubt you just going to go around, go out and find you a poor black person to be friends with. But you need one. You definitely need one. <laughs> I need a smart one too. Oh, let well, me tell ahead. you, it's taking all the control in my body not to not to use ad hominem attacks. I'm doing good today. Cause, you go, girl. Man, let me tell you, it's okay. I'm gonna drop them in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we gotta ride. I'm sleepy. Come on. No, you good. You good. Be burdened with college. You know, we got like a whole nother hour. That and take on larger ride. loads on average than their white counterparts. Look. I can certainly imagine racially targeted policies, which may be unpopular, but are just and are worth fighting for and worth dealing with the white racial resentment and backlash over. On the merits, however, affirmative action just doesn't make the cut. And those numbers that Iglesias pulled about the way, the, how much minimum wage oh, yeah. increases due to alleviate racial inequity, so much more than affirmative action has done over 50 years yes. of being instituted in public universities, it says it all. Oh, absolutely. Pause, pause, yeah. pause, done pause, 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 pause. First of all, this bit, this woman <clears throat> said that affirmative action over years, MG, when did they cut affirmative action? Because affirmative action has not been around Shit, since the eighties. Well, no, no, well, start from the beginning. Cause when they, when they, when they pushed white women into affirmative action, that was the beginning of the end. But mm-hmm. can you please give them a, give them a break, a little more of a breakdown? Cause she just fucking lied. She made mm-hmm. it sound like we've had affirmative action this whole fucking time. White mm-hmm. people understand this. They ain't giving black people shit. They ain't giving us a motherfucking thing. And then you're like, oh, but y'all get welfare. And y'all, more white women and white people are on welfare than black people by percentages, raw numbers compared to population, whatever the fuck you want to call it. So it is what it is. And don't get it twisted. Like, I don't want, you know, the little white ladies in the South, they kids getting thrown off of welfare. But mm-hmm. why is it okay for her and it's not okay for my sisters? Like every now and again, people need help. And the whole reason why we don't have a robust, um, what is it, safety net in this country is because of anti-Black racism. Mm -hmm. For you white people right now who are fighting because you can't move into good neighborhoods or when you do, you got to fucking rent and overpay. The reason why that is is because they don't want Negroes living in those areas. So since you as a white person have have not reached the level that you should for being white, and don't, you know, don't be mad at me. This is what it is. Like, I'm not talking for myself. I'm telling you what they think about you. Because poor whites, they don't like y'all neither. Dave Chappelle told y'all that shit in the video. So, <laughs> so basically, like, <clears throat> sorry, y'all. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, so basically, like, um, like I said, I lost my train of, th- can y'all tell me where I was going? Or can y'all tell me what you I just start said? start off with affirmative action. No, no, oh, yeah, yeah. So when you, yeah, so when you start getting into poor whites, like, this shit, y'all. At the end of the day, this shit is not hitting, this shit is not hitting poor people. Like, it's damn sure ain't hitting ADOS, but it's not hitting poor people. Like, it's not. So, everything they she's saying people is just don't have an address. Yeah, everything. And like you said, MG, so everybody on this, I need y'all to do what MG said. When you hear a policy, think this. Will this help a person who currently does not have an address? So if this is not going to lift a person who is sleeping on the street with nothing or who is living in their car and working but does not have a home, 
then that is not the policy. That is not the Amen. policy. Amen. I'm so mad the best work on this. And I was just actually looking yesterday at this chart that I pulled up. The bottom 75% of whites in America have identical wealth as the full black population. Thank you, Sagar, you brown-faced anti-black racist. You are the disingenuous lion motherfucker. And oh. I am enjoying, I'm gonna put the, I'm gonna put the, um, so I guess we should go here, right? Y'all can see my screen, right? Let me go ahead and pull up these charts. Because let me tell you, Sagar, let me tell you, I did wealth charts just for you. Because what you just said was some lying ass bullshit. So for you to make a motherfucker who don't have, you, you out here making me make charts first thing in the morning. I had to literally go and find where I could make a bar chart just she for you. fired up too. She called like three times. Fired up. Just listen. Listen. Did we lose anyone? Let me show we didn't lose anybody. Did we lose mud before I go in? Yeah, we lost mud, so I guess let's take a second. I'll wait for mud to come back in. Like, the idea that minimum wage being increased was, like, the greatest benefit to uh, inequality between the races, like, for that to be a reality, that means Black people had to be at the bottom, like, getting the very minimum, (laughs) you know, of of fucking wages from employment for it to show a significant improvement. So, like, even if that's the fucking argument, what you're telling us is that we're on the bottom of, the, of this fucking society. So maybe you're okay with it. Yeah, you're okay with it. And maybe maybe minimum wage is, isn't a fucking enough if you've done that already and we're still at the fucking bottom. Anything else, Mike? Nah, that's it. No, you like again, y'all want us to keep doing the same shit over and over again just because y'all motherfuckers don't know history don't mean again this is the thing i said i keep saying this as a american sorry i'm gonna let this train go by (laughs) as an american descendant of slavery as a black american woman i have to know everything about you i have to know your history i have to know what you are about i have to know everything because again my life depends on knowing what's going on where i am and where i am in spaces y'all have no sense of history you know nothing so quit telling us to do shit that we've already done one two three four times think about it. imagine so this is a this is the thing that i like to use and this is this is my this is my analogy for y'all white people right so imagine you got this homeboy chad right every good time you yeah good old chad and every time you invite chad over you notice the next day that like two three hundred dollars is missing from your wallet at what point do you start locking your wallet up or stop inviting Chad over? Like, let's just keep it a buck. So, so you want us to keep doing the same? You want us to keep inviting the motherfucker over who's stealing from us and pretend like it's not happening? We're not doing that. So either you're going to start respecting us as equals because we are not your children. Mm-hmm. We are not your children. And I'm not going to go as far because for those of y'all who think, for those of y'all who watch Battlestar Galactica, y'all the Cylons. Mm-hmm. So we are not your children. Mm-hmm. We are not your children. You cannot treat us as children. At best, at the least, you need to treat us like your equals. 
because at the end of the day, if you would actually have conversations with us, the fight that we are doing right now, the reason why y'all can't get the things that you want, the reason why you can't get your bump in minimum wage, the reason why is because we are not signing on with you because we know y'all are full of shit. And on top of that, y'all are fighting for the wrong shit. You guys need to be fighting for the fucking table. You're literally fighting for a piece of cake from the table, but they're making you fight hard as fucking hell. You might as well fight for the whole fucking table if you had to work this hard. How long has the fight for 15 been going on? Like 10 years? So you fought 10 years for $15, why don't you start fighting for like 25 30 If you're going to fight for 10 years, you might as well fight for some shit that matters. I'm saying, we're trying to take the house. Fuck the table. I want the table. (laughs) I want want the house. I want the fucking property. I want everything. And I'll share it with you motherfuckers, but y'all don't get to hold on to that shit no more. Oh, damn. I sound sound like... I'm like I'm like uh Samuel L. Jackson. Are are you what the <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker? Hey, you got that? Hey, motherfuckers. Fuck them. Listen, hey, I ain't said me, motherfucker this much in my life. Let me let me dip in here real quick. Now, what, something Mud Mud said Mud brought up a good point about if if is that a bat? Huh? Is that no, a bat? No, it's a training a stick fighting training stick. Um, okay, was it Norman? Okay, Norman. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, uh, where was I? Sorry. Uh, Forgive me. Oh, yeah. Right. Piggybacking off what Mud was saying, um, Mud was um, uh, Mud said that if if minimum wage was such a bit was was so awesome, where is the fruit to that? Right. They say, according to what's to to uh, Matt Brunix or who are they talking about? Um, uh, 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 Matt Iglesias, one of the mats, one of one of them phony mats. If you but if you look at the chart, the wealth chart. Well, oh, let me pull that up. Yeah, the, Go ahead, the keep wealth, going. If the wealth chart, if you look at the wealth chart, the 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 gap has been growing, uninterrupted, nearly uninterrupted. The gap exactly. has been growing. So where is this big boom from increasing minimum wage? Where it doesn't exist, it doesn't fucking exist, and that's a problem. That means they're lying. I I, I mean, and, and and it's right there in the numbers. It's right there in the fucking numbers. The gap and is then, still increasing. Or you say, well, the gap was increased slower. The gap is st- still fucking increasing. So you're doing something wrong or you're not doing anything at all. All right, let's run it. I'm sorry. And minimum oh, wage right. is minimum wage is only intended for motherfuckers to survive. Like that's like that's all it's it's supposed <laughs> to be for. Like it's not Yeah, they shouldn't to... even call it minimum wage. They should call it a surviving wage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like... that's the idea behind it. And it, like we're not you're not even talking about like essentially improving people's lives to be on that point. That's that's essentially what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's why these conversations aren't really like they're not really appealing to anybody for real. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because everybody knows it's bullshit. Absolutely. Like everybody knows it's bullshit. And when this is all over, I'm gonna tell y'all y'all what I really think about affirmative action. Because in my philosophy class, we had to do a presentation, and like affirmative action was one of them, and we had to go pro or con. I'll tell you which way I went when I actually uh, when we Uh-oh. get down through this later. Oh no, I had a whole argument. I convinced my whole class. That's 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 probably why. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Okay, right. where we at? We about to get back to Sauger. Oh no, no, the chart though, right? Mm-hmm. So he was talking about that chart, right? He said he was talking about. I'm about to pull this one up. Ooh, come on. No, he 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 was talking about charts that he didn't show anybody. He was talking about no, but he's talking about this chart. I know which okay. one he's talking about because this is the Matt Brunig Tone Talks chart. Okay. So mm-hmm. let's get into that. This is the chart. So this is the chart that he was talking about that um, seven much wealth is in each percentile. Exactly. So 
let's go ahead and slide over here. I know I got this shit up from earlier. Where's my shit from Darity? Like, where did I put it? I'm like, where did I put it? It is in... Uh, you know me, I don't fuck around. Like, don't play with me about these numbers. Like, make a bitch, don't make a bitch who like failed fucking trig two semesters ago, like really fucking play you out here. Well, actually, I didn't <laughs> fail. I got a W because I withdrew because mm. I knew I was gonna pass this shit. But <laughs> where's that? Here we go. Running the numbers from Darity. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna skip to so the most recent data. I got it. So the most recent data is from 2016 survey of consumer finances. This is the chart that Sagar was looking at, but he was being disingenuous, which mm-hmm. indicated that the median black household has $17,600 in net worth, while the median white household has a, a bit, Sam. You can't see the whole chart. I'm not going to show this chart. I'm not going to show okay. the chart in the um, I'm not going to show the chart in the video. I'm going to show the chart that Sagar was talking about. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just using this so I can read. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, see, damn it, MG. Okay, Sorry. 171,000 in net worth. The ratio of black to white wealth using the standard has the typical household holding 10 cents for every dollar held by the typical white household. So poor whites, we still got 10 cents to your dollar. Aren't you glad? Aren't you proud that, you know, you're doing better privilege. than Negroes? Yeah, look at all that privilege. You know, mm-hmm. your shit sucks, but it's you're still better than us. Mm-hmm. In 2016, the absolute dollar difference between black and white household wealth at the median was 153,000. While the median racial gap in wealth is far from trivial, the mean, which the charts that I made that I'm about to show are from the mean. They are not from the median. Yeah, the mean is like the average and the median is like if you have a set of numbers, just random numbers, whatever number is in the middle, that's gonna be your median. Perfect. So I use the mean, which is what we actually want to close, because if you use the median, we get fucked out of a bunch of money. But Darity put it much better in his paper. So I'm going to use his beautiful professional language. While the median racial gap in in wealth is far more trivial, the mean difference is more pronounced, as shown in figure 1A and 1B. I'm going to pull up figure 1B. But I'm actually going to show you it in a um, in a uh, in a chart format because Sagar fucking lied. He said that when you look at it, the 70 percent of the poor people, it's the same. That was some bullshit. That was some anti-black racism shit. That was some McCarthyism propaganda shit. He should actually apologize for that, because as a journalist, aren't they supposed to have integrity? Like, isn't there some shit like aren't, isn't the shit that they say supposed to be true? I'm asking you, mm-hmm. MG, why are you over there falling asleep? You know, I don't know yeah. shit about shit. That's not my field. Yeah, I mean, well, there really is no standard anymore in the United States. When it okay, comes so you can just lie. Yeah, you can just lie. I okay, mean, so Sagar is. is a propagandist. Yep, there yeah, you go. Sager there is, you go. Sager is a brown-faced white supremacist and a propagandist. Mm-hmm. At me, 17 trillion. Holla! Thank you, thank you, Mud. Is the ratio of the total amount of wealth possessed by a social group divided by the number of households in the group? The 2016 SCF compute, computes a black household is estimated mean net worth, which is again the average, is 138,000, and the and a white household is estimated net worth of 933,000. 
So while the mean black-white ratio is higher than the median ratio, black households have 14 cents to the dollar held by white households. The absolute dollar difference is 795,000. Pay me my money. I want my reparations. <laughs> I want my 800 grand. Go ahead and holler. I know it's 800 grand for the family. So there's two of us. So I guess it's like four. But mm. give me my, rent me my money. <laughs> you, thank you, Mud. Is the ratio of the total amount of wealth possessed by a social group divided by the number of households in the group. The 2016 SCF compute, computes a black household is estimated mean net worth, which is Again, the average is 138,000 and the and a white household is estimated net worth of 933,000. So while the mean black white ratio is higher than the median ratio, black households have 14 cents to the dollar held by white households. The absolute dollar difference is 795,000. Pay me my money. I want my reparations. <laughs> I want my 800 grand. Go ahead and holler. I know it's 800 grand for the family. So there's two of us. So I guess it's like four. But mm. give me my, run me my money. <laughs> Games, right? So, oh my goodness, where did I put this? Okay, so this is the chart that Sagar's playing games on, right? Can y'all see it? Okay. Yeah. yeah, so this is the chart that Sagar's playing games at, right? So he's saying, oh, yeah. So if you look at this chart, which he can play you, right? So if you look at this chart, if you look at this, right? It looks like, oh yeah, blacks and whites are doing the same. The difference is for each spot in here, they're splitting each a trillion dollars. Each percent, each decile, they're splitting a trillion dollars, at a minimum of a trillion dollars. So what, this is 0 0.30, or this is 0.3, so divide that, so multiply that by a trillion. So mm -hmm. they got less than a trillion, but they damn near at a trillion, right? Mm -hmm. So, per okay. Mm -hmm. so as Tone pointed out, you know, I'm gonna give the man credit. I wanted to use your video, but I don't want a copyright strike. So, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna give you a bastardized version of what Tone Talk said. And then I need y'all to go back to Tone Talk's uh, page when he did the one on closing the racial wealth gap between Bernie San when Bernie Sanders uh, had all this stuff. It's during the elections. Y'all got to go back and find that shit because he was on point. Like I said, I would love to use a video, but I don't want to disrespect nobody. So I'm going to have to do a bastardized version. So forgive mm -hmm. me, y'all. So no, Tone points out in the seventh percentile, right, where it has this 3.5 where I'm circling. I don't know if y'all can see my little thing going around and around. That 3.5%, that's $3.5 trillion. That is worth more than this whole group. So when Sauger says that our bottom has the same amount of money, he's, oh, sorry. Yeah, he's lying. So basically, the seventh percentile has more money than all of Black America. We're only splitting about $3 trillion. They're splitting three and a half. So if you understand, Sagar is lying like a motherfucker. But I'm going to break it down to make it easier for people. Because, you know, you know, you know, all of us haven't been at this shit. I've been at this shit for, like, years. I watched Tone's video, like, three times. I done read fucking Darity's report, like, eight million times. So that same chart that we just saw, I want to pull it up one more time. Just so I can switch. So this chart that we just saw, right? This is black and white separated, right? So let's put them together in the same percentiles. Mm -hmm. So this is the large chart. And y'all jump in when you when you feel like it. Mm -hmm. So this is the large chart. You see the fucking difference? Mm. That is what the wealth looks like. So what when Sagar said that the the um 
that 75% of the wealth is the same how. So white people are blue and black people are green. You see that the poor white line is smaller than the green line in the one. You don't can't even see us compared to them in the two. You go to the three, you see we ain't got shit. Four and five. So when y'all be talking about, well, y'all have Oprah and Jay-Z and Beyonce. You see that little ass fucking bar? That's Oprah, Jay-Z, my fucking ass, my grandmama with our fucking owning <laughs> one home, one home that we live in, not rentals, mm-hmm. one home that we live in, okay? Mm-hmm. That's everybody. That's our doctors. That's our lawyers. That's fucking MG ass. <laughs> like, that's everybody. So that's, you know what I mean? That, that is our creme de la creme. That is our top of the top. And because, you know, Sauger, you know, it seemed like he was having trouble, you know, reading that chart. And like, again, I don't know what his major was, but I'm pretty sure he didn't go to culinary school like I did. So I would expect him to be smarter than me. So here, this is one, two, and three together. And jump in anywhere y'all need to, especially you, Mug, because I know you know this shit. So this is one, two, and three, right? Huh? I said you're handling it. Breaking it down. Yeah. Oh, well, see, this is the thing. Listen, y'all. Listen, listen. I need all of you people who do these progressive shows to understand we have been studying this shit for the past two years. We can rip you. We can rip your fucking arms off and beat you with them with this shit. So when you so when you put out some propaganda bullshit, be ready for us to come for you because we are not dumb. Contrary to popular belief, black people are not dumb. We just don't get opportunities. We'd be the smartest broke motherfuckers ever. Mm-hmm. So, God, let just me get like back me. into this. Like really? me. <laughs> not dumb, no, no. Be having some profound shit. Them. So, yeah. sorry, y'all. This is going to be long because I'm going through all of this because Sagar pissed me off. I made these charts this morning just so I could be like, fuck you, Sagar, because you're an anti black racist and you're a fucking propagandist. So, just go grill his ass. Grill him. I'm a grill like a motherfucker. He's a propagandist. Like he literally just lied to. What do we say? There's 100, almost 150 thousand people that watch this shit. So 150 thousand people just said saw him say that he was looking at a chart and he says he sees that 75 percent of black people have the same wealth as white people. So that's a lie. So he's gonna have white people think out here thinking that black people have the same struggles as them, and we don't. Y'all motherfuckers have more money. So here we go. This is the one percentile, right? This is the broke month. This is the brokest of the broke. So the brokest of the broke white people are worth minus 11,600. The brokest of the broke black people are worth $25,622. So blue is white and green is black. So do you see how our shit is larger in the negative? So mm-hmm. even when you start talking about poor whites, and you know me, I'm a champion of the poor whites because the ancestors keep telling me I got to help them, which I think is because some of you motherfuckers, your ancestors ran off and passed, and now y'all still in our bloodline. And I think that's why the ancestors keep forcing me to care about you. But since they do, since they do I'm going to do what I do. So let's move into the second percentiles, right? Mm-hmm. The second percentile, which is, again, this is the one up from being the poorest. Mm-hmm. White folks, y'all got $51,118. Now, mind you, this is the this is the mean. So this is the average. Mm-hmm. Black people got $2,394. So even for your poor whites. Now, mind you, in the second percentile, y'all not quite, y'all not quite this lowest group, but I'm pretty sure that y'all are considered white trash by that group. Mm-hmm. So y'all still got what was that forty nine thousand, give or take more than us, little little mm-hmm. give or take. 
maybe 48 right. just to be okay so we get into the third percentile right y'all got 171,978 and we got 19,753 so if you look at this y'all got all this and we got this but Sagar said that the bottom 75 percent have the same amount of wealth this yeah, is the Sager bottom said it's three all the same this is the bottom three percentiles. Where do you see black people having comparable wealth to white people? Even when you get into negative and poverty, we're still deeper in debt than white people are. So everything that Sagar said was a lie and he's an anti-black racist. And I don't care what anybody says. And again, Sagar, if you have a problem with me, start by telling me what your caste is. Cause I'm pretty sure that you're a Brahmin, which means you are the elite in your own country. And the people who look like me in your country are called untouchables. So why would you treat me different here? And I don't, care if you're first generation those cultural things are inflicted in you and i'm going to repeat this every time we talk about sagar and y'all can google this in silicon valley indians are practicing caste against other indians so people who have come over here who are brahmins they are blocking out people who come from a lower caste in america from getting more money higher jobs because of their caste so if they do this to their own people in america Again, I'm saying in America, I'm not talking about what people do in their own country because what you do in your own country ain't none of my fucking business. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about what you do here in this country that we inhibit. So if they're doing this to people who come from their same country, what the fuck do you think they're doing to black people? And to be honest, poor whites, y'all better wake up. So let me keep going. Um, okay, so I'm gonna do the, so I actually broke these charts down. So what is this? What chart is this? Okay, so this is the fourth percentile, right? Mm-hmm. So now my Usaga said everybody, but the, this is the fourth decile. Yeah, sorry, okay. this is the first per, fourth fourth decile. Sorry, I put percentile, y'all. It's mm-hmm. the fourth decile. This is the fourth decile of um of the chart, right? Mm-hmm. So white people have four hundred and thirty four thousand, and we have four hundred thirty four thousand eight hundred seventeen. We have seventy six thousand. Can people tell me how these charts compare? And then I know Sagar was talking about in the fifth percentile, he was trying to say that that was the only place that there was a wealth difference. Hold on, sorry, I'm moving around. This is, this is, oh no, this is three. So this is the third percentile. Again, this is in the part where, or the third decile, sorry, the third decile. So this is where, this is part of where Sagar was saying that we have the same wealth. Because if he said the top 10%, I'm just going to take that as the the 5% decile. Like the top of the top, we're going to use that as the number five marker. So this uh-huh. is in the middle somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. So you see even, what, three is somewhere in the middle, right? One to five, three is like the middle. Three is the middle, right? Mm-hmm. So in the Those middle of the wealth, y'all, look at this chart. Y'all have way more money than us. 171,000. So you might as well say 172,000 versus 20,000. How are mm-hmm. we the same? So stop asking me about, well, what, well, what about poor whites? Listen. If y'all got to fight to fight, y'all need to jump on so we can fight for this wealth redistribution. But outside of that, y'all still got more money. You may be poor, but you're not poor like us. Mm-hmm. At all. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I got to go through all these charts. Okay, so this is, the, this is the second percentile, right? Or sorry, the second decile, right? Mm-hmm. So again, Sagar said the bottom, the bottom 75% had the same wealth, right? You see this high ass number for white people, 51,000, you might as well just round it down to 51,000. If you round blacks down to 2,000, you see the difference in the charts? Mm -hmm. Do not allow these people to play you and lie to you because they will have you out here saying white supremacist shit and that's not your stilo. 
So mm-hmm. and for y'all that don't know what Stilo is, let me let me translate. For you white people who are not racist and actually consider yourselves anti-racist or consider yourselves people who care about people, when you let Sagar put that bullshit in your mind, he's fucking dropping propaganda. Nowhere mm-hmm. in this chart are we anywhere near white people. Period. It is what it is. This is what the country has done. This is what many of your ancestors have done. So that was two, right? Was that three or two? Y'all don't remember, right? I know, I'm sorry. There's so many. Okay, so this is the one decile, right? So this is the poorest of the poor, right? So the poorest of the poor, you see how you see how white people, they poor, they in debt, but you see how much more in debt we are. So when you all be like, but there's poor whites, your poor whites have more money than poor blacks. Yeah, we all broke and we all in debt, but y'all still got more money. And again, that boils down to if you want to fight for this wealth redistribution and get this money, but it's going to come with y'all signing on to reparations. If not, I don't give a fuck. And y'all can keep being broke and we just going to keep living this fucked up life. I'm saying. Okay, I th- I think I'm almost through with this. I think I've gone through all the charts I wanted to go through. So this is the top one. This is the one that do- that uh, that Sagar was talking about, right? When he was like, oh, the top 10% yeah, are... Damn. Yes, yes. So when y'all think so from now on, when you people sit here and be like, but Oprah and Jay-Z and Oprah, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Russell Wilson, Kanye mm-hmm. West... All of them are in this little low black number. You see this big number? That's Jeff Bezos. That's fucking Bill Gates. That's, uh, what's the other fool name? Um, um, Warren Buffett. So miss me. This is what Sagar did. But Sagar tried to equate like this was the only problem. But I already showed you where each chart that we are losing at every, every level decile so Word. people are Word. out here lying and playing games like there's no other way to put it like you guys are anti-black white supremacists and y'all just need to own it like this is the thing right the reason why i like the south versus living in california in california when i go into certain places that are racist i don't know that they racist the people don't like me but they don't tell me what's going on but i can but but you know you might catch some looks or people might say some shit when I go to the South, if I go somewhere I'm not supposed to be, they're going to be like, oh, you're not from around here, huh? Well, you know, we don't really we don't really have many of your kind around here. Your people up the road. So, you know, have a good day. That is them telling you we don't fuck with you and you need to get the fuck up out our shit. Not saying that in, two, not saying that in 2020 shit. that that's okay, but trust and believe. I'd rather, rather the person who tells me that I'm not in the right place and I don't belong there than the person who sits there and has to fight through a smile, but in their head, they're like, this fucking nigga here. And those right. are the ones I got to worry about rolling up on me. The mm-hmm. racist white person told me to leave and not be there. The racist liberal... Kind of <laughs> the, the racist liberal... <laughs> is giving me dirty looks and saying fuck shit under their breath, but I got to worry about them if I turn the corner because they might roll up on me. White people, the the racist white people, the racist white people told me we don't really want you around here and, you know, go about your day. And if you don't, you're going to have problems. At least I know where I'm, at least I know when I'm in danger. You understand Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Versus so y'all get on my nerves but this is it i went through all the charts i feel like i went through all the charts y'all got anything because like i said saga is a fucking liar and he's an anti-black racist and either he can't read charts or he's just lying he's a propagandist let's just call him a mccarthyite 
or 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 Matt Iglesias set those set those charts up to be. You mean Matt Brunig? Matt no, Brunig. Matt Brunig did. He so. definitely set those charts up to be deceptive. He definitely set exactly, them up to be deceptive. Yeah. exactly. Because when you look at them, there's sorry, MG, I didn't mean to cut over you, but I'm gonna pull mm-hmm. this chart up one more time. When you look at this chart, this nowhere on this chart is it telling you where the money's being split. So here again, y'all it's are splitting at least a trillion dollars per per decile right Mm -hmm. per decile so where you see 74.6 that's 74.6 trillion dollars when we have 75.3 percent that's for a hundred it's a hundred and thirty billion dollars okay so we are not the same you can't compare us to us and if Sagar didn't understand he should have did more research before bringing his anti-black racist ass what is your cast on to the hill and saying that bullshit. <laughs> no, for real. This is some racist yeah. ass shit. This is some racist yeah. ass shit and this is fucking propaganda. So, and y'all sitting around watching this propaganda and to be honest, I want a fucking apology. I doubt mm-hmm. that I'll get one, but I need people to understand that Sagar is an anti-black racist and they are literally lying in this mm-hmm. video. And yeah, MSNBC is- lies. Y'all supposed mm-hmm. to be better than them, but you're fucking liars too and this is why we don't trust you. And when you see black people wiling out on you online, this is why. Because this this is what we deal with every day. Go ahead, guys. Yeah. I'm gonna mute myself for a minute. Let me. Let me. Thank you, Sam. That was a nice presentation. Now, let me. This is. I only have one thing to say, really. This. This is them taking a race project and trying to turn it into a class project. That's all this is, right? Because obviously there's an issue. Sam's number. Sam's numbers are 100 correct. He pulled them straight from Dr. Sandy Darity's numbers. She, she, she pulled them directly from Dr. Sandy Darity's numbers. So these are the numbers that Matt Brunick took and made them look like that previous chart. So it looks like that, okay, now all the money is at the top of, is at the, top of the distribution. So let's go get that money at the top of the distribution. Not, and not stating very, not stating clearly that the top, the, the top of our distribution and the top of the white distribution are mi- not even miles apart. They are, they are solar systems apart. Right. Mm-hmm. So we need to be honest about that. We need to be honest about that. And they are being totally dishonest about this. And this is the bullshit, like Sam was saying, this is the bullshit we talk about when we say people are racist or 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 putting forward racist propaganda or things that are going to harm us. Right. And as Sam also as Sam stated, this is supposed to be the quote unquote left. Well, we know Sagar is 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 a right winger, right? We I, I don't know if all you know that, but Sagar is a right winger. Go is go to his Twitter profile and see that picture of him and Trump, and you'll understand what we're talking about. So uh, nothing against whoever, whoever, but I'm just saying. All right, so that's all I got, folks. John. Yeah, man. Sam just Sam just grilled his ass. She broke it down. She, she broke it down. Told you she broke it. She broke that whole. She broke his whole fucking. See that all that uh all the bullshit they be doing, son. And that shit is man. That shit is crazy, man. I've been through that saga. Was a you know what I mean a brown supremacist, man. When I first seen this motherfucker, he just came out of nowhere just talking about some. He always talking about the culture war and why is her in the working class? And he talk, like, you know, I know dog whistling like a motherfucker, just dog whistling, dog whistling. Like, bro, man, like you was a brown clan member. Like, he a brown clan member. And I'm happy that Sam just called out his bullshit. He did all of this data and broke this shit down and, and realized he got all the way down because you can't break it down unless you really did this. He did the studying. So he's seeing how the wealth. Jimmy was taken from us. Like he's seen, you feel me? He went through. They they did they did this shit down by like desktop. Because we when you're trying to figure out why something is the way it is, you have to go back and do the history and do the studying. So he knows why. Like he knows there's a huge wealth gap. 
but he gonna send Saga the shit that look like our wealth the same as white people's shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So they can make their anti-black, anti-anos class reduction arguments, man. But Sam just grilled his ass, like real shit. Like, don't worry, I got a feeling Saga gonna be on the show a lot more. Cause he say a lot of anti-black bullshit, man. And that shit from the left gotta really stop. You gotta stop maybe all the get- time. Sagar is a racist. He's an anti-black racist. And I don't give a fuck what he says. Like, you are, and he'd be like, oh, people, you are a brown-faced white supremacist. It doesn't matter. In your country, you are the white person of your country because I'm sure you're a Brahmin. And if you aren't, then tell us what is your caste. So you are racist. In your own country, you look down on people who look like me and my family. And you only get a pass because here you get to be like, oh, well, he's brown too. No, you're fucking anti-black racist, period. And you're a liar. Like, I have no respect for you. I can deal with racist, but don't sit there and be like, oh, well, I look at the charts and 70% of black people and white people have the same wealth. That is a fucking lie. And you are a propagandist. You are a McCarthyite. Even though you're not a Democrat, you're a McCarthyite. That is propaganda. And, And anybody who believes in justice should have a problem with this and i need you white people to call Sagar out on this shit because how would you feel right now if he was sitting there talking about your people like this he is basically lying trying to say that we are equal and we have never been equal in this country if you want to make us equal or you want to give us equity that's one thing but let's not sit here and lie about the fuck is going on mm. that's I'm what sorry, i'm saying i said it all i'm done we ready to go back to the video no, i didn't even let soccer yeah, yeah go ahead mud yeah, I mean, shit, Sam broke it down. What it really is, is the deception. Like, this is that Lee Atwater shit. This is like the, <laughs> this is the leftist version of it. But like, Saga, of course, he's on the right. But what he's doing is drawing from the leftist arguments. That's, that's that, like, that's the con of this show. What it is, is like <laughs> the left and the right coming together using similar arguments for, you know, a purpose of really fucking over mainly us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play since since you brought up that clip, man. I'm gonna play it for him just in case they don't know what it is. Here's how I would approach that issue as a, as a, as a statistician or a political scientist, or no, as a psychologist, which I'm not, is, is how abstract you, you handle the race thing. In other words, you start out, and, and now y'all aren't quoting me on this. You start out in 1954 by saying nigger, nigger, nigger. By 1968, you can't say nigger, that hurts your backfire, so you say stuff like uh, force busing states rights and all that stuff and you're getting so abstract now you're talking about cutting taxes and all of these things you're talking about are totally economic things and the byproduct of them is blacks get hurt worse than whites that's all the democrats have found their own dog whistles this class reductionist shit is a dog whistle oh well if we just forgive student loan debt and do and give people free college, then black people will be great. No, we'll still be fucking broke. Because mm-hmm. we'll still have to depend on you to give us a fucking job. Even with our college degrees right now, people who ha- white people who, have, who haven't fucking graduated high school, not have a high school diploma, not have a college degree, people who have not graduated high school have more wealth than black people. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, well, just just uh, just to be clear, the, the, these folks these folks are supposed to be left of the Democrats. Well, 
crystals will be left to the Democrats. But at the end of the day, for us, it's all the same shit. It's all the same shit. Left, right, and center. Anybody else got anything to uh, to say? No. Hey, family, I got a dip. Thank you. You done already? Um, I'm exhausted. I love you. I don't blame you. We we love you. We'll we'll finish this up. (laughs) All right. So the entire racial wealth gap, as we understand it, is between the top 10 percent of whites and the top 10 percent of blacks. Both of those groups hold the majority of wealth in that. But again. I'm sorry, I know we already went through this, but look at him smiling and playing, playing games. And Crystal, for you to go along with this, you suspect to me, too, boo boo. I know Army likes you, but. You know, I have an issue with white women. I, I say that all the time. That's why I work through it. But I don't trust you because for Sagar to say that, oh, it's only between the top. I already showed y'all the charts. Sagar's a fucking liar. He's either a fucking liar or he's stupid and can't read charts. Either way, like, again, 150 people have seen this fucking propaganda. Category. category. Same with college degrees. Same with non-college degrees. Same with every racial group in America. Oh, and we know that's he, bullshit. Hold on, let me pull up that chart real quick because he said same with college degrees, right? I already said that a pers- a white person who doesn't graduate high school has more wealth than a person who has a college degree. So, you know, if you notice all this shit that talk- Shogger's talking, because y'all see that I put this shit up and I'm going to make sure his you can see him and y'all need to go back and watch this video yourself. If you notice when he's talking all this shit, they didn't put up one chart. When people start talking numbers and they don't put up charts, be suspect. Because they pull in a con. Exactly. So let's go ahead and pull this shit up again. When he's like, oh, if it's wealth, right? If it's if they have college degrees or not. High school diploma or less. White people, 265,000. Black people, zero. Latinx, 5,050. Asians, not available. You know why it's not available? Because over 64, it's like over 63% of Asians have college degrees. Okay? Mm -hmm. That's why it's not available. They don't not graduate high school. Bachelor's degree, right? You got, you know, 258,000 blacks, minus 19,000 Latinos, 53,000 fucking Asian, 705,000. So when y'all be like, well, what about Latino numbers? Y'all just got here and y'all are in the positive and we in the negative. So yeah, you don't match white numbers, but you just got here and you didn't build a country. No disrespect, but it is what it is. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like, they they just want to make it a conversation about poverty when it's not that. Like, the bigger conversation is the harm that has been done to citizens in America to create that poverty. Not every group has a story like that. Like, the natives might have a story like that, and they've already had their, you know, received certain benefits for that. And then there's us, Eidos, and we have not received benefits. So what the conversation needs to be about is you know reparations something to resolve this grievance like these other groups that might have poverty like okay yeah we might need to do a poverty program but that's a different conversation like black people need to be put out of that conversation that conversation needs to be a general american conversation after you've done reparations or after you committed to reparations you got anything more for us john yeah, man, y'all, y'all, all right, y'all killing them, man. Like, real talk, it's just, you know, it's, it's like, 
<laughs> to me, Saga just he he just punch it back to us, man. It's just that, but the thing about it, I understand. You know, I, I'm, I see Sam Rage is really justified because what he's doing, son, what he's doing is he's he's really like this is dangerous. To what really, what he really, what he's really doing when when MG was talking about be facing genocide. This is this is fueling that shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you come on the mo, you feel me? I'm like this rising. It's the left wing. It's a left wing show, and this is this. And you sound and you bring it Fox News talking point the lefties. Yeah, the KKK they, populists. Word up. And they agreeing with each other too, right in front of us. We like, oh, what the fuck? Like, well, exactly. Cal, and, and, Cal and, and, and Crystal's supposed to be Crystal's supposed to be super left, right? She's supposed to be a progressive, and Sagar's supposed to be a Republican. But listen, this is what I experienced with the Bernie shit. Y'all both sides are racist and y'all love dunking on black people. Y'all love fucking pissing on our cornflakes. Anti, you know, both both Crystal Ball and Saga's anti-black devils. I'm sorry, they goddamn devils, man. Like they they got to stop this shit, man, because they just just lying and being disingenuous and trying to just motherfucking do all this class reductionism. They're trying like class reductionism isn't real. It isn't a real thing. We got to give the white pores the same as the black. But that Sam just showed the black pores have less than the white pores due to slavery, due to shit that the government did to our families. White people are poor due to the failures of American capitalism. Like I said before, like we are the fucking, we, you feel me? Like we, we, the, we, we are the foundation that that shit is built upon. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just because capitalism ain't working out for you, now you, you feel me? Like, that, that's not, I, capitalism ain't working out for us, but that's because we built the motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? It's built on our failure. Like, that's why, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's built on our failure. And this shit is, Hey Sam, that's all I got to say about this shit. This, this shit is ridiculous. Bro, I'm gonna piggyback off of what you said. My teacher said it the best. This is, she was my history teacher. She's a friend of mine. She said, "Black people are the um, are the leather strap that the knife is is sharpened on to cut all other groups' throats." Yeah. That's it. I'm gonna go ahead and play the video. America. Are you beginning to sense a pattern? If you break it down by every metric possible, the top 10% owns the majority of the wealth, which means. Sorry, I'm going I'm to pause that. That is true. The top 10% of white people own the majority of the wealth in their demographic and the top 10% of black people own the majority of the wealth in the black demographic but again i'm about to pull up this chart again while this motherfucker is lying and i'm going to show you how the top 10 percent of blacks are still fucking poppers compared compared to white people again sauger is a brown-faced white supremacist who is most likely a brahmin and i need him to identify his caste and he is out here pushing I don't even know. It is genocide because basically what these two people are telling you, what this white woman and this fucking brown Brahmin who is the white person in his country are saying is that black people should just be fixed through universal policies that will not even fix poor whites. Until I hear a policy made that'll fix a poor white person, I'm not listening to it because if you're not fixing your poor whites, you're damn sure not fixing us because we're fucking poor. The shit that you're talking about doesn't fix your own people. So why the fuck would I think that you care about mine? Should I just go back to playing the video or y'all got anything else? Any redistributive policy or universalist policy which affects you know, things across the board is going to rise from the bottom 50% up within that category. That is how you solve these problems. I've been beating this drum for a long time against the identitarians because it's just like, 
This is what Iglesias says. He says that almost every racial inequality can be greatly ameliorated with normal redistributive policy. And Democrats have tied themselves into the knots with the idea that this is not true. And it's. I just want to throw this out there for people who are listening. What is normal? No, what is normal redistributive policy? What does that mean? If you know, please drop it in the chat. Do you know, Mud? It means ignore race and allow black people to remain on the bottom of the society. That's what it means. <laughs> For real. Gotcha. And you see what he said? Yeah, he was like, yo, these identitarians, yeah, you know? <laughs> Yeah, fuck these <laughs> black people who are American descendants of slavery who actually want something and actually want a piece of the American pie that they fucking built. Everybody talks about the American dream. How is it that the motherfuckers who descend from the people who built the American dream can't fucking have it? I told that shit to my homegirl. That's probably why she don't talk to me no more. I told her, I was like, your, yeah, you I was like your parents came here for you to live a better life and for you to have the American dream. I was like, you live in a small ass apartment. You have a shitty job. At least you don't want to have kids. So at least you won't have to worry about the permanent struggle. But if you wanted to have a family, you'd be struggling. I was like, the best thing that you have is that your family's the tight knit. So y'all came here for the American dream. You're not getting it. Your sisters aren't getting it. So who the fuck is getting it? So this American dream is a fucking myth and a lie. Now you get mad at black people for wanting this bullshit that you've been selling. We built the American dream. Y'all came here for free land for the hopes of you get some land and then you get you some niggas to farm it. Like, fuck you. And this doesn't go for all of you, but again, some of y'all need to learn your history because some of you motherfuckers listening to me right now descend from fucking slave owners. And if you descend from a slave owner, you have some reckoning to do, whether you like it or not. You ain't necessarily got to tell people, but you need to figure out how you're going to make black people's lives better because your life is built on the backs of our ancestors. And motherfucker, we're fucking family. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, so said, you said the word, sis. <laughs> no, because that's how I feel. It's so ridiculous. Like, a lot of y'all try to say, oh, well, you know, most people didn't own slaves. Do your do your ancestry. I have a feeling a lot of y'all gonna be able to trace y'all motherfucking answers back to plantations. And even for you fuckers who didn't own slaves, it was very usual for people who had less money to rent slaves. So let's say you didn't have enough money to own a plantation, but you did have a little bit of land that you needed to farm. You could go to the plantation owner and rent you a slave for a day, a week, months. So for some of y'all be like, well, my family never owned slaves. You don't your family could have still been fucking slave drivers and let's go further even for those of y'all who didn't own slaves you guys were the ones who were the slave drivers you were working as the as the people who were the um, what are they called the overseers you were working as overseers white women and white men were fucking slave catchers and all that fucking cotton that was being picked was going to the north and your fucking parents who were in the north working in those factories that you complain about working at slave wages which is fucking rude a slave does not get paid so for your family members who are working at fucking poverty rages, we picked that cotton so you could have a fucking job. The same way black people locking up, being locked up is a fucking jobs program for you and y'all people. Y'all be in the middle of a fucking white ass town in the middle of nowhere. No black people in town, but y'all got a prison with a bunch of black people in it. And everybody mm-hmm. in town work at the prison. That's a jobs program. You are eating off of our failure. So I need y'all to wake the fuck up. And if you don't want to wake up, just like Robin D'Angelo says, 
go walk in the go walk up to the mirror look yourself in the in the face and say i choose to collude with white supremacy and then go about your day but let's not sit here and pretend like it's something different hey and we don't need to just go back to slavery on that shit like like white people for you a long time Y'all, y'all agreed to do the redlining. Y'all agreed to do the segregation. Y'all agreed to do a bunch of motherfucking shit. Y'all colluded together to fuck us over for generations after slavery. So just because your people weren't here during slavery doesn't mean you're not, you're like, you know, your hands aren't dirty, your people's hands aren't dirty and all of this shit. Exactly. Like, a lot of y'all come from sundown towns. Do some research. Exactly. Like, my grandparents live in Inglewood. Inglewood was a sundown town in the 20s and 30s. There's a bunch of sundown towns all over the place. A lot of y'all descend from, like I said, white racial terrorists. Y'all was our Al-Qaeda. And y'all need to do some research because a lot of y'all sitting around thinking your hands is clean and you were born and bathed in the blood of my ancestors of their robbery, theft, and their fucking murders. And like I said, like I said in that video, in the uh, thing I did on YouTube, I don't want your fucking guilt. I don't need your guilt. But I need you to know that a lot of you guys come from fucking monsters. And instead of your guilt, what I need you to do is get your shit and for us to get together and you fight for me to get this reparations and I fight with you so we can get wealth redistribution and everything else so we can fix this country. But if you're not for that, fuck you. Because me and my ancestors, we don't give a fuck. And on top of that, until you do right by black people this country is going to continue to fucking crumble yeah and it's not like like sam said it's not about guilt like it's not like we're putting you on trial or some goofy shit like that the thing is it's like what what it's about is like like an understanding and a reckoning with what the fuck happened like that's what we need we need to have it corrected like we need to have it fixed and reparations is the only way we're going to get to that point so like i don't need you to like cry tears or crocodile tears most of the time about what the fuck happened because your family was involved in some bullshit back in the day. I really don't give a fuck about you being sad about it. Let's just get to this reparations conversation and get this shit done. For real, fuck your, fuck, for real, fuck your feelings. You know, it's not about, you're right though, it's not about motherfucking because that's what they're going to try to do. That's the white guilt and the white shame. No, it's about justice. Yeah, I don't want your about, shame. That's it. Up, we want our we want our shit. Like we, we like we real talk. Like we want we, we ain't trying to guilt you. We don't we really don't give a damn. Just give us just give us what's owed to us and leave us the fuck alone. That's what we always wanted. Give us our shit and leave us alone. But everybody always keep fucking with us. Now it's like now we at the final straw. Be like yo for real, like for real for real. Like first of, like Sam said, like if you don't fix us, the country is gonna collapse. And guess what, black people, we don't. So what? The country been on collapsing since we got to this <laughs> motherfucker. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like what the fuck you talking about? So. You know, and the, the thing about it is, like, when you're talking about, like, like Mud said, it's not just slavery. Like, I didn't went to, I'm not going to lie, I didn't went to Ancestry.com. Yo, real shit, I done found, I done found a distant relative. She had a picture of my grandfather that I'd never seen before with my grandma. You feel me? It was like my third, fourth cousin. She's like, how is this your last name? I said, that's my granddaddy. She was like, your granddaddy is him? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, I think I'm your cousin. She's like, uh, because my aunt didn't send me a picture. This your grandfather sent me this picture. It was my grandfather when he was like, 25, 26 years old with my grandma and shit. And then I end up finding my great grandfather and my grandfather's drafts card. My, they, they draft cards. Like, so I found my great grandfather's draft card from World War One, And on the draft cards, it says occupation. And my great grandfather's occupation said laborer. You know what I'm saying? Like he was in Florida, it said laborer. So that, that's penis right there. Lame. When you talk about penis, you feel me? Like, that's penis, you feel me? Because nobody, because penis was real, like real. Like, like, like damn near neo slavery. So that's penis right there. But then my grandfather's draft card 
this he got drafted like 1940, 1945, towards the end of the war, when the economy ran off the World War II economy and so-called, you feel me, people was getting jobs. His fucking occupation was unemployed. You know what I'm saying? He was unemployed, he was 20, 21 years old. So the, we been, the, you feel me, like we been eating the failure. So for this motherfucker to oh, come on here, we been eating the failure. So for this, so this brown devil, you know what I mean? And Crystal Ball a devil too, cause she ain't this motherfucker. Being this little, and you feel me trying to play games like you a devil too, Crystal Ball. Both of y'all, y'all so she, a, she, she an accomplice, right? If they was robbing Hell a yeah. bank, her ass would get get the right same up, you job. You can't fit in, like right up, you can't fit in off rip. You was a driver, you just because Saga in the bank robbing everybody, laying everybody down. But you the driver, you getting fifteen to twenty. Saga going to jail for life, and you gonna get the death penalty. But you getting fifteen to twenty. You was a, you were looting in this shit, man. And a lot of you lefties do this shit, man. And uh, and, it, and it's telling that we already cooked KKK Kaleski. And that he came on and KKK Kaliski then did. I, I see them talking about Saga and he like, he not racist, man. He not right wing, man. See that shit? That's the games they play. Whatever. This is what it is. Become a fire shit. Become a fire check. Yo, and when y'all come at me, please don't just slide in the YouTube comments. Come holler at me on Twitter. Because I got, you know, depending on the day, I got time. Because we can go. <laughs> For real. Because a lot of y'all on some bullshit. Okay, are we ready for me to keep playing the video? Or you got anything else, Matt? Nah, that's that's it. Okay. Obvious. The alternative I want to, who don't believe in any redistribution or in increasing wages whatsoever. No, so they I just get say every, but, everything's great. The meritocracy, yeah. the American dream, so bootstraps, like, it's already I, fine. I get it. I am not saying there are a lot of people on the right who hold my position because they're much more concerned with the debt what is his position? KKK populism? What has he said that would do anything? No, no, no. Tell me, y'all. And you motherfuckers in the chat, in the, you know, for those of y'all who gonna put on your fucking Superman capes for these motherfuckers. Um, I need y'all to drop in the chat what, what he said that was like profound that, you know, Republican or Republican. Listen, the Republican top and what the... The, the New Deal, and I know like the Republicans and the Democrats switch sides and da 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 but let's just say when the New Deal happened, racist Republicans and racist liberals were all for that economic, all for that economic transfer. So whether yep. they whether they were right or left, which we know at a certain point were switched, both were on board for getting those free fucking handouts from the government. And as soon as it came time for niggas, they got on the same team. Yep. Yeah, they always do. Sorry, I had to stop that because he's just so disingenuous. He just makes me sick. And I know that he's and I know that he's young because Sagar's not even 30 yet, but he needs to read some books or he's just going to go out here and be the next Bobby Jindal, which is fine. But you were fucking anti-black racist and ants in uh, Bobby Jindal and Nikki Haley got through that shit because that was a different era. But black folks, ADOS folks, we watching you fucking people of color. We see that y'all don't like us. And I don't mean all of y'all, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all, like, just because you're brown, if a white person says some shit to me and I would have thought it was racist and I would have had a problem with it, why would I not have a problem with your brown ass saying it? We're not the same people. Exactly. Ooh, this is going to be fire. I can't wait for this to go out. Than they are with any of this. But if you want to solve it, this is the only way. That's yeah. it. Well, and that's my thing is, like, yeah. look, I believe in certain policies which are not popular that's fine and it's one of the things that i do actually admire in politicians like sure. it's one of the things i really expect in uh admired about andrew yang 
right? He comes out. Nobody even knew what UBI was. Had a 20% right? approval rate. 20% of Like, yeah. everyone's like, we don't know what this is. And if we did, we don't like it, right? Mm-hmm. But he was like, no, I, I did the research. I believe this is the right policy. And he got into the race to advance that ball. And it worked. And now we are in a different place in that conversation. Different place in that conversation. Don't you think it's crazy that we watched the Kyle Kalinske video where he was downplaying reparations at 30%? And now we're watching this video and they're like, they're trying to give all these, all these praises to this motherfucker pushing a fucking policy <laughs> that's at 20%. Oh. Like, like, what the fuck is going on? They're pushing a policy that's at 20% and he, like, they're cheering this on, but the other motherfucker was, all right, okay. It's all games, yo. It's all fucking games, man. Right. And the funny thing is, if you don't pay attention, they be getting shit over you. But maybe it'll be good for us breaking these videos down. Because now people are like, why do they stop every two seconds? Because they dog whistling like a motherfucker. Y'all are dog whistling like a motherfucker, like 100%. And Crystal, you should do better. Because I thought you and Iron Me were friends. Like, or maybe you're not. I know y'all are friendly. Like, step your game up. And it's been incredibly powerful and effective what he was able to do. So I have respect for that. But it has to be a policy that's actually worth it. And with things like affirmative action, which I I do tie into kind of the same category of like putting Kamala Harris on the ticket. It's much more about. Putting Kamala Harris on the ticket wasn't an affirmative action play. It was putting a black face on imperialism play the same way they did with Obama. They want to put black faces in high places because they out here beating up and fucking up the world. And the world has realized you motherfuckers ain't shit. So when they put a brown face on it, it puts people more, it makes people more, um, more docile. The same way when Barack Obama's half white and Kenyan ass was in office, y'all was sitting there looking at this fucking brown skinned Negro talking about, oh, you know, he's great. And at the same time, he was bombing all these brown people all over the country. They gave this fucker a Nobel Peace Prize at the same time while he was bombing people. But a lot of people went to sleep. Like, fuck, I had a conversation with this Latina chick that works at where I pick up my food from all the time. And she was like, yeah, you know, but Joe Biden and Obama's helping him. So it should get better. Because she was talking about how she was concerned for her friends who were undocumented. And I was like, for you to be concerned about your friends who are undocumented and think that Joe Biden was the answer, that shows me that you know nothing about your shit. How is it that that's not my issue, and I don't worry about that issue, but I know that Obama deported way more people than Trump. So how do you not even know that this brown-faced motherfucker was fucking up your people? But again, she, it wasn't hers, it was her friends, because she was first generation. And the gag is she made the distinction. All right, y'all ready? Well, ready? I just wanted to say, like, oh, yo, okay. uh, yo, um, like, this jab of, like, all right, they they they're viewing Kamala as you know Ados, so they're using the, like affirmative action as a jab. Like she she's not she hasn't earned the spot to be the vice president. Blah 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 blah. And not to really defend Kamala, but like yo, after Trump, like all this shit is like don't don't try to Good act point. like fuckers have to earn these like these spots. Like y'all y'all motherfuckers let Trump get in this motherfucker with no fucking like nothing credentials at all <laughs> like what the fuck no, are y'all talking about no no city council <laughs> no fucking governor no fucking congress like, like this motherfucker went from reality tv to fucking president 
I want to see a black person do this shit. Like, at least Obama's bitch ass was a junior senator. And I hate Obama. Him, I will talk about like a dog because Obama is a black face white supremacist. He is a Kenyan man with a, he is a Kenyan man with a white daddy and he fucking hates black people. And you can go back. He hates black Americans who just white mama. He got a white mama. That's what I said. He is a, he is a white man with a Kenyan daddy. Okay. Just, yeah. Yeah, we, but I want to be clear. A, Yo, I, I want to be clear. I don't fuck with Kamala. You know, oh, I hate her too. Yeah, but like I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like we're not gonna let you motherfuckers use this, like this dog whistle, like y'all motherfuckers do to jab at black people, like through Kamala. <laughs> you know, like and you're Kamala gonna... and fucking Sauger have more in common than fucking black people, exactly. Americans or who descend us. from slavery. Because again, Kamala is an Indian Jamaican. Her mother is from India. Her father is an Indian who was born in Jamaica. Jamaicans are white. They're black. They're mm-hmm. Indian. They're fucking Chinese. I had a homegirl mm-hmm. and when I lived in Miami who I always talk about her, this fucking like five, eight fucking gorgeous bombshell, bomb ass body, like like sick, like them sick video girls. Like she could have pulled anybody, no matter what race. That bitch was Jamaican and she was Chinese. Okay, she wasn't black Chinese. She was Jamaican and she was Chinese. Her people were both her parents were Chinese. She just happened to be born in Jamaica. So y'all got to start understanding the difference between race and ethnicity because that's some bullshit. So yeah, fuck Kamala. And even her daddy said fuck her when she said that freaking um, thing about um, about she likes to smoke weed because she's Jamaican and he was so offended and he did a whole article talking about how his family were slave owners and how you know he's proud of them and how he's so disappointed in her for saying the shit like that and the gag is her parents were slave owners and they enslaved fucking Irish white people so for all y'all white people like Irish were slaves too in Jamaica motherfuckers not here (laughs) but yeah (laughs) like I'm just saying we're gonna be done with all of this affirmative action is some shit you're going to throw at black people like we're not worthy of these positions now nah, all that shit is dead <laughs> like we're not playing those games no more yeah and, and like and like mud like, like like you were saying about the uh what they're doing is that like i said they're trying to conflate like a uh, tangible specific targeted like policy that that could really you know that that's real policy you're trying to conflict Specific policy. It's not for any. Let me non-inclusive policy for black people. Mm-hmm. Not for nobody else, but non-inclusive policy for any of those people, black people in America, American Negroes, particularly us. They're trying to equate that to identity politics. Like, see, this is why the CBC. See that this is why the CBC. This is why we give smoke to the motherfucking CBC because they don't do shit for anybody. They definitely don't do shit for us. But they, the CBC, the CBC's incompetence and not really helping us. Is strengthening these motherfuckers' arguments because they're like, yo, you got Maxine Waters and you got you got you got him and Lewis and you got them black people look and everything's still fucked up and they colluded with the oligarchs. And, see, that's identity politics. You see that they just got black people in high places doing bullshit. But when you're talking about affirmative <laughs> action, it's a targeted, specific, direct policy that was really, you know, was really inclusive now, but it's really made to help to help us. You know what I mean? Like, so they're trying to conflate. See, this is like this is just the beginning of, of them trying to just bake in your brain. So when reparations come up or specific target, anything targeted to black people, you feel me? No, 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 you can't do that shit. No, this is bullshit. Trying to split everybody, all this other shit. So like, like you right? I know you ain't defending motherfucking cop Milo. Like we don't fuck with cop Milo over here at all. I don't know what, you, you feel and, me? But, and you know, but, and you but, know but, I got but, Willie Brown not, issues with her. 
keep going. Yeah, but my, but my, yeah, hell yeah, but my point is valid. Like, you can't just be trying to be on some shit like, oh, see, making Kamala the president. This is why you can't just put this is from this is a reason of affirmative act. Like, come on, man. Like, that's straight up bull. Like, it's bullshit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's some straight up and down bullshit. Like, and see people, oh, these doppelgangers and like, feel me, people that you think they ate us and they not. And then the CBC's incompetence and our black boule. This is y'all just feeding into this shit. So then when some shit do come down the pipe that can help us, motherfuckers like this that's on the quote unquote left could do this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and so they on the left on it as long as they don't talk about Negroes, then they writer than the right wing. Because again, I was called a nigga and told to go back to Africa by Bernie supporters during this election season. Those Trump supporters that y'all talk about are staunch racist. And again, I'm not saying that all of them aren't, but I'm not saying that all of them are, but I know more Trump supporters were for reparations and weren't calling me niggers and telling me to go back to Africa than you motherfuckers. So, hey. like, let's keep it a buck. Like, don't pretend like y'all don't got racist in your clique. And, you know, if you're hearing this and you're not a racist, then cool. But are you sure you're not racist? Because you might be not be a I hate you nigga burn a cross on your lawn kind of racist. But are you a, mm, I don't really feel like they would fit with the team. Um, we're going to go with John. Not Black John. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, sis. Yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, 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 fam. Did y'all see? Did y'all see the video? Uh, the thirteen percent with uh, Cynthia and uh, Arthur when they had uh, brought the white conservative on. And the oh, white, he, they brought a white conservative on, and the white conservative was down with reparations for real type. He's like, I'm a conservative, but it makes sense. I swear, I was like, yo, no, it's one of the. I gotta I'm check that shit out. I gotta check that shit better, out. That, I've that's had crazy. Way better. I've had way better interactions with Republicans when talking about reparations. The only thing that they not down for is us cutting our check and giving people who got here 30 years ago. And I guess we'll get to this at the end because I'm going to tell y'all how I really feel about affirmative action when we finish this video. So are y'all, are, are we ready or Mud, you got anything else? Nah, we could go ahead. Okay, let's, let's play it through. Yeah, because we at the end. So let's just play it through and we'll give our final thoughts. Yeah to the world how enlightened you are mm -hmm. than it is about the actual result. result and this is like outside of race relations or any of that this is one of my major critiques of mainstream liberals is they care more about their own projection mm -hmm. of virtue than they do any ultimate goal or acquisition of power. They yeah. don't really care about changing things. They mostly care about projecting that they're good people, that they're not racist. Look, that's good. I'm glad if you, you know, if you're really not racist, that's fantastic. Congratulations, good for you. But if you are actually just looking at the numbers, which policies will move the needle most on the issues you claim to care about, you're headed in the wrong direction. Couldn't agree more. All right, next on Rising, Team Rising is going to talk about California Governor Gavin Newsom's major hypocrisy when Rising continues. Okay. Well, the reparations bill, okay. that's made by the time. Right. <laughs> anybody, okay. anybody be mad he signed that shit? Okay, so with what she was saying, when she was like, they, they pretend about the things that they care about, so do you, sweetheart. Because everything, uh, everything that you're proposing doesn't help Black people, so... You know, and I and I and I know I will have inserted the um, you know forgiving college debt doesn't help us shit. But at the end of the day, like you a fake, you a fake friend, you an enemy, boo. Like from what I see, Crystal, you an enemy. Like you are not a like I told like I told Marianne, you are not my champion. <laughs> Even though you're not trying to be a champion of black people, but you obviously don't give a fuck about us talking about oh the virtue signaling. 
So what else y'all got to say before I get into affirmative action? Because I told y'all I was going to tell y'all how I, uh, how when I was in my philosophy class, when we had to do like an argument and stand in front of the class, I was going to tell y'all what I, what I had to say about affirmative action. Um, well, uh, <laughs> I think, I think she's right about the progressives, like for the most part, like she, she's not lying about them, but it's not like she's trying to steer them in a direction that's going to actually benefit us. It's just she's going to steer them in a, a direction to ignore us. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that's basically it. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with y'all, man. I just think that y'all feel like this this show, the rise and this shit, is a motherfucking problem. You know what I mean? Like this shit been a problem. Like this this was really like fifteen minutes of straight. It was hard for us to get through this video, man, because this was some straight anti black. You feel me? This shit was like, yo, this is, is this the alt-right channel? What the fuck type shit is this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, see that's but, but to the, the average lefty, she's like, yeah. See, what they're doing is like, he's like, yeah, see that? That's why I knew $15 hour minimum wage and Medicare for all could solve the problem. Those black people that want reparations are whole tips. Nah, nah, nah. You, you feel me? Like, yo, this is a straight dog whistling at the highest level on the left. You know what I'm saying? We kept, we called that bullshit out. All them charts and all this trickery they were trying to do was, was all bullshit. And, uh, yeah, and I feel like Crystal Ball is Crystal Ball is aiding. I don't give a fuck. She's aiding in like real shit. I would charge she's her with aiding in white supremacy. Where the aiding in better white supremacy. You get 25 mm -hmm. years, like real shit. Throw her under the jail. And but Sarger, should we pretend I mean, like that hasn't been white woman's place in history? Y'all yep. are the right hand of white supremacy. Yep, that's all I got to say. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got to say. Okay. Um, anything else, Mud? You good? Because I'm about to I'm about to say, okay, so. When I was in my philosophy class and we had the, so first of all, I voted for affirmative action in California, but when I was in my philosophy class in the, in the fall, we all had to choose pro or con, uh, you know, for or against uh, affirmative action. And I actually argued against affirmative action. So personally, I am against affirmative action because affirmative action is not for the people who it was meant to be for. Affirmative action was supposed to be for American descendants of slavery. I will make sure that that video from Lyndon Baines Johnson is in this video where he basically talks directly, specifically about us. In 1954, there was, there was less than 1% of Black people, Black immigrants here in 1954 there wasn't no mass amount of Mexicans Latinos Indians none of y'all was here in real large numbers the majority of the people here were black and white and a handful of Chinese so that shit was never meant for you so when the Supreme Court knocked down that saying that it couldn't be specifically for the black race because of that and they included white women and minorities the reason why affirmative action keeps getting shot down is because it doesn't make sense the way that you guys are doing it because the way that affirmative action is being done right now it helps everybody but straight white men how was everybody else oppressed as a gay white man how were you oppressed like yeah you might have had to go through some shit people were mean to you but at the end of the day it's not the same as being like financially oppressed and no disrespect I believe everybody should be able to go out here in this world and live how they want to live but when people look at me they know I'm black when people look at you they don't know that you're gay or lesbian unless you tell them or unless you show them your partner and I'm not saying nobody should have to go back in the closet but I'm saying that you and I are not the same and we don't have the same fucking thing so getting back to this so 
this shit was not for you guys. The number one beneficiary of reparation, uh, not reparations, of um, affirmative action is white women. So all these people who are fighting against them, like, oh, well, the majority of people of color, the reason why the majority of people of color voted against it is because they think it would help black people. Asians fight against affirmative action is, again, they feel like, oh, well, black people are always asking for something, even though y'all got two economic empowerment acts, y'all run to the government to get money and gifts and shit like that but as soon as black people march in the street you talk about how black people are fighting for this and that and um yeah and this and that so at the end of the day like all of y'all are fucking hypocrites and that's why i that's why in my class i fought against affirmative action because affirmative action is not being used the way that it's supposed to be and when crystal was talking about oh well we've had all these years no we didn't when they started pigeonholing white women and people of color affirmative action started going to people of color and not black people so miss me with the bullshit and that's why like i said that's why i'm personally not for affirmative action if they want to do affirmative action it needs to be ados specific and if it's not american descendant of slavery um yeah if it's not american descendant of slavery specific then i need um yeah, then, you know, then whatever. I don't give a fuck. The next thing, if you want me to actually give a fuck about it, at best, it would be um, it would be if you did it by class. Because at, at least if you did it by class, then it would actually hit Black Americans. Because American descendants of slavery, I think Koreans and the Vietnamese are like the poorest people in California. So if they did that, especially in LA... Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, I don't no, believe in affirmative no, action in general. Let's not give them no, let's not give them no ideas about no. no see, but the thing about it is, plans. but this is no, but this is the <laughs> thing about it is, like, I'm not for affirmative action in its current form, right? So let's just say what they're saying oh, affirmative action doesn't work. Well, if you want affirmative action to work, because this is the thing, I just want you to give me my reparations. So, how you fix everybody else is how you fix everybody else. You fixing class does not does not change the fact that you owe me a debt. You owe me fucking money. The same way if your neighbor and you loaned him $5,000 and then tomorrow he comes up on 10 grand, that does not that does not get rid of the fact that you owe that motherfucking money. So why is it when it comes to black people we just pretend like, "Oh, yeah, we don't we don't owe them nothing." But I feel what you say. I'm not out here trying to cape for them. I'm just saying like I don't believe in affirmative action in the way in its current form because the main people in black people are less than 5% of the population in California. Affirmative action would have went majority to white women, next Asians, and then it would have went to Latinos. And white Latinos at that, not brown Latinos. And most of my friends are brown Latinos. Uh, it's not like I'm saying what you're saying is like necessarily wrong. It's just like I'm not mad at you. Like they they're already trying to hit us for every fucking angle. Like let's 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 like we gotta hold the line and let them like make <laughs> some fucking arguments. <laughs> like, I feel I feel you, yeah. but you know me, I'm an analytical thinker. I'm a problem solver. So if you throw a problem out there, I'm gonna figure out how to fix it. It's just you motherfuckers who be sitting around here trying to pretend like, oh, this is the problem. Like, oh, everybody's thirsty. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna dig a hole in the backyard. Like, is there a well back there? No, we're just gonna dig a hole. You know, maybe it'll That's rain me. and we can all scoop water out the mud. <laughs> but hey, hey I, I agree with y'all especially you know the first especially the way that our society the caste system still in place so if affirmative action was put back into place in a certain way then white women would probably be the top beneficiaries of that like they were before. That yeah mm -hmm. but 
But as far as like real shit, even though the white Latinos, you call, of course, I know that the, but the brown lot, even though I told you in the last episode, I said Latino, my nigga, like that's my dog. Like, but when it comes to like real shit, like when it comes, like when it comes to like his, economics, his people, when it comes to it comes, money, economics and power, when it comes to anything dealing with type of some type of any position, power, economics, he not fucking with me at all. And I feel like, say we got reparations, he might not be my dog no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he might not be my Shit, friend no or more. Or he cause... may be your best friend. Then he gonna be or like, he you might wanna be. invest yep. in, you want to invest in the shop? Yep. See that? It's, it could go either way. But I do think, I feel like they, they still put the brown, even the brown Latino, they put them above us, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they, they above us. Like, it's, I mean, it's, as far as yep. they, look, the they look at the society, like, we are, are at the dirt bottom. I don't give a fuck if you hate Mexicans and all this other shit. Do you still looking at? I'm trying. They not. They not at the bottom of this society. They, they not the bottom cast here, and they know that. Even the undocumented people know. They know that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like mm-hmm. you said, they might bring some of that anti-black racism from their countries because we already know Latinos do have a. Uh, they do a lot of. They deal with a lot of colorism and shit like that. Like, when the last time you seen the black Puerto Rican? It's a. It's a lot of the motherfuckers. I ain't seen the black Puerto Rican on TV since Roberto Clemente. That's like 1970. I don't know no black Puerto Ricans. That's the last black Puerto Rican I seen was Roberto Clemente. I, and it's you know, right for real. When the last time you seen the black Puerto? It's mad at them niggas too. They put them on the side of the island, hot them. So you think when they come over here, you know what I mean? If you a mixed Puerto Rican, you you not trying to. And if you was a black Puerto Rican, you come over here, you definitely not trying to get back into that bottom cash you was in Puerto Rico. So I feel like the dynamic. I feel like we could. Like becoming, if you gonna have a, a coalition or any type of shit, it gotta be on mutual terms. And we putting out people first, just like them. That's all I was saying. I was like, I got to, I understand I see how you moving. So when we move this same way, don't be mad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, cause it's gonna be on like Donkey Kong when we get out shit. But they are. As yeah. soon as we, as soon as we start coming together and be like, no, nah, that's not right. Then again, they start talking about, well, Latinos. Well, listen, I don't have no problem with them people, but I don't see them out here fighting for me. Like fucking Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez bitch ass had the nerve to say what is black. We are all black. So I'm sorry, but y'all res- re- y'all representatives are a problem. So either you throw out the motherfuckers representing you who are saying all this wild shit or not. Yeah. Or like fighting for us. Like we need to see some. like I need to see it. Like I need to see this black and brown coalition they keep talking about because I've never seen it. I might have seen a rap song like a posse cut, <laughs> you know. Word, for real, for real, Fat Joe, you know what yeah. I mean? Rick Ross, I see that, but I don't know if Fat if if we go to the Bronx and see like, but like that's the dynamics of the communities. Even though we both live in poor communities, I tend to see up here that the Latinos own their shit though, and they own shit yeah. and our shit. We don't own nothing in their shit. So if I'm like, so it is, it's a dynamic, it's a power like dynamic. It goes, it goes one way, like we're like always accepting of everyone. And then, mm-hmm. you know, then like we we act shocked when you know they're not accepting of us. Like like I thought, friends. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's all. That's all. We just want to own that. We just want our shit. We just want we want to own our shit. Get a rightful place in this country. Get what get what was stolen from us, and to be left alone and be treated as the people that we is. That's all hey, we want. Hey. But Hi. Well, playing with us. We gonna keep grilling you because we be tired of this shit. You feel me? Like you tired of this shit? That's it, and that's all. So, are we done? We're done with this episode, right? Are we done? All right. So, we want to thank everybody for joining us here at Reset Race. You know, we told y'all what our twitters are, and you know, if you want to holler and you got something to say, you got you feeling froggy, you got a problem at me seventeen trillion. 
And if you actually are like, you know what, maybe they were speaking some sense and maybe you interested in getting into a coalition, then you need to reach out at me 17 trillion. So bring the hate or bring the love. I don't give a fuck. We can do what we, we can do this one way or the other, but trust and believe <laughs> either you, hey, listen, either y'all gonna give us reparations and we gonna fight with you so y'all can be fixed. Or like I said to my, to my Latino homegirl, we gonna hold y'all in this burning house and we all gonna burn down together because y'all motherfuckers ain't running up out this bitch with us to burn down. Anything y'all wanna say for the, for the goodbye or are we good? We good. All right. All right, everybody have good. a good day. No, you're listening to Reset Race. Before we start our justice claim, we know what is at stake. Uh, you tuned in to Reset Race. You'll find out who really thought justice and really who think. On the edge, go back to U.S. Southern plantations. Penny Jim Crow, and mass incarceration. Redlining lynchings, we are old from this nation. Not about justice if you ain't for reparations. MG, the wise one, cousin mother intellectual. Samantha bringing fire, anti-black. We pressing you. No permanent friends and no permanent enemies. The backbone of the country, the win. You need our energy. Go on, see. Listening to Reset Race. You now tuned in the reset race. Uh, uh, you're listening to reset race. You now tuned in the reset race. Uh, put them back on the grill again. We grilling them.